Hello, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and launch into my normal script, but wanted to say sorry about the technical problems. And this is what the Flock Radio's Birds of a Feather. We are an indie music-focused show rife with witty, fuck-laden, insanely interesting, and unhinged banter. Our thematic submissions will confuse, infuse, and delight you, while our fascinating fun features fluster, flummox, fulfill, and thrill you. And who am I? I know you're wondering that. Like, who the fuck is this person, and why am I listening to this live? And it's a good question. I totally understand. I am the vocalist for the dark alt-rock band Ascent. And thank you to those that embrace all of me. The quirky, easy to laugh, insanely intense, playfully sarcastic, overly sentimental, overly emotional, overly, um, you know, uh, logical sometimes, always singing, excitable, frighteningly passionate, and ridiculously opinionated person and version of me that I am today. I'm not done. Brace yourselves, motherfuckers. That's all. All right. And I am Professor P. Soup, international rock legend, radiant savant, and amateur wildlife photographer, especially today, turning neurological anomalies and extreme verbal tics into a brand since uh, 2015 or thereabouts. And in all those years, I've never done a live show. Five years, six years of radio, never done a live show till tonight, folks. And as far as birds, it's wide open. No genre requirements, no theme requirements. You might even say, it's a free-for-all, baby. So sit back and turn it up or do the wango tango or whatever because by the time this is over you're going to be in a state of shock downright paralyzed with bird peck fever which uh, unlike cat scratch fever is quite pleasant uh mm. trust me and you're good thing uh, this show is just what the doctor ordered and you're going to be asking birds birds where have you been all my life all right good buddy let's put this get this big rig rolling and put the hammer down is this really a big rig uh th- this the show is a is a an institution. It's kind of a big. Rig. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's kind it's, of a it's big like a deal. ship. You it's know? kind of a big deal. And you are the captain, you. and I'm the the mate who scrubs the scurvy off the deck. I feel a little like a captain. <laughs> you uh, are. I, I, I don't know, or maybe I'm Tennille. Am I Tennille? I, I'm the Tennille here. I, I'm, the Gar, I'm the Garfunkel here. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, fair um, enough. I like it. I'll do it. I, you know, I mean, what up, mate? By me? now, what everybody up? knows that you do all the work, and I I was gonna say I get all the, but glory doesn't exactly seem like right. <laughs> Whatever mm-hmm. comes from doing a show like this. Uh, I mean, I, I have but, no um, idea, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really really good to uh, to be here with you live for the first time ever, and of course, it's David's birthday, and and third thing is Ascent just came back from our Pacific Northwest tour. What the fuck? So there's a lot to get to today, but first things first. We see you in the chat. You're here. Right? We are so grateful that, that you've taken time out of your busy Friday to hang out with your birds and the flocks all here. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. We are so happy you are here. You know, the whole live thing is going to be so awesome anyway, seriously. Right. Because, first of all, there won't be any editing, and uh, which means the listeners will hear for the first time every pop and tick, and that's just for me verbally. That's just for me. Yeah. Uh, the interminable pauses when I sit there, like deer in the headlights style. When the bath salts kick in, trying to remember what it was I was going to say or trying to decipher my own escape mental patient hieroglyphics. And then, uh, though, usually during any given show, she'll look at me afterwards. And uh, after I go off on some tangent, like, what the hell was that? What the fuck was that? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, 15 minutes of gibberish when you hear it, you don't even recognize what I was doing there. Uh, So we really should have some final Jeopardy music on hand or to, to play during those pauses or. Read chat from the listeners who are tuned in, who are talking with us live. Exactly. Well, and some of those listeners are 
Tom and Groth. We have Liz, we have Bruce Baldwin out there, and we have Make Me. Now, I don't know who Make Me is, but I like them already. They've already been interactive. So it's awesome when we have a nice hello from Tom. Now, admittedly, we're a bit nervous, but wanted to do something special for David's birthday, and this uh, this was it. So we upped the fucking ante this time, and if it goes well, we may do it again. If not well, then we won't, I suppose. But So that was item one. Now, it's David's birthday, as I mentioned. He's 60 going on 28. He's the most youthful 60-year-old I have ever known, and certainly the only one that I have ever been BFFs with. So how does it feel? This is the oldest you've ever been. I mean, as far as I know. Uh, absolutely. And being 60 is great uh, for a number of reasons. I've been saying I'm almost 60 for several years now. That's true. Now I get to drop it and just, you know, save a few syllables and breaths and say, which, which is good at my age. That's nice. Say, I'm 60. And now the really beautiful part is I can uh, really look down on stupid young people. Mm. And uh, that's, Imagine uh, that. I've always been doing that, but I feel so much more justified now having mm. hit 60. And um, there are a lot of things. You, you start to exhibit strange behaviors, though, at this age. Or I do, anyway. What I find mm. I'm doing. The other day, do tell. I took a pen out of one of those, you know, the obligatory writing implement holder that everybody has. Ah, yes. And it didn't work. And, and you know what I did? That never happens. Are you fucking kidding me? That's all that happens. No, but I threw it out. I mean, who does that? You threw you're, it out? Yeah, you're supposed to put it back. You put it back and, and it every for it to work other, next time. Right, or other people struggle trying to make it work and you get to laugh. But I threw it out. And it's like, that fuck? is an aberrant behavior. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that lets me know that you've aged. There it is. And you know, in fact, I can't even find the notes about because I was going to talk about something else. No, oh, uh, well, that's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you, that uh, Tom says, happy birthday, David, you old bastard. Yeah, and, uh, and I wanted to say, if were I prone to, this is what I was saying, were I prone to humbling at all, I would be humbled if I were not mm. already abased and lower than whale shit as a- uh, Lower than whale shit? Yeah. Wow, it's pretty fucking <laughs> in low. The, in the spectrum of the entertainment world. But I gotta say, it is very uh, inspiring to have two musical legends, two genius musicians. Oh, out thank you, you didn't have to say that. Bruce thank Baldwin you. and oh. Tom of the Secret Weasels. Fuck, I mean, not me, you know, okay, yeah, shit. From the Secret Weasels, wonderful group you got to check out. Comes highly professor uh, recommended and certified. And of course, Ascent, duh. What? That Bruce who's tuned in is not just Bruce, who's the other part of Ascent with Christina, but he's also the Bruce bails us out every time our inadequacies uh, find us. There is no fucking joke about that. I not mean, to mention, uh, uh, number one fan and yeah, sounding board. Absolutely. And, uh, keeps us uh, most keeps amazing. Us Liz Tries says, keep me in check, but well, Liz says, happy birthday, El Professor. And Bruce says to your, your comments, whatever, <laughs> you know how he is. Well, hugs to the other guys and moi to you, Liz. And thanks for being here. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you guys to be super fucking active in this chat and talks to talks. Fuck. How about just talk? You don't have to talks to us, but you can, if you want. Um, so Tom says, oh, thanks, Professor. Humbled, truly. Yeah, the secret weasels are uh, a fantastic little concern there. I Come gotta on. Say. And uh, this is going to be so cool because there'll be time that we'll be doing stuff like talking to the listeners, which we've never done before. Never. And uh, there will be times, um, whatever, but whatever it is, it's going to be out there. That's the thing. There's no editing involved here. It's and out there. I am sure in the past I've mentioned, possibly even fetched, oh. about... Um, Hating uh, editing uh, with the white hot intensity of a thousand mm, suns. I don't know. But uh, honestly, as we got more settled into a, a rut, I'm sorry, I mean a groove. Um, oh, fuck you, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? I, I meant groove. I meant groove. Uh, it, I only began to hate it with the white hot intensity of three <gasps> suns, maybe four tops. 
And uh, but now, honestly, you know where we're at now? Where we we've at? gotten so proficient oh. that uh, I only uh, hate editing now. Um, it's not even white hot intensity. It's with the radiant intensity of the conventional pizza oven. I mean, that's all. Not that's even it? not even a sun. That's it. And I'm confident at this trajectory, very soon, by <sighs> the end of the year, we will hit it to the point where it is as only as unpleasant as the incandescent intensity of an easy bake oven. You remember that one? Oh fuck me, yes. I still have mine somewhere. Do you? I do. I mean, I don't know that it works. Cooking but I a certainly little cake used to make them with a light bulb. That's fucking genius. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it, love they tasted that. like shit, by but the way. But the whole idea is hilarious, though. I think that's where the idea of astronaut food came from, is that little fucking Easy Bake Oven. But, but that's you just knew me. It. Yeah, you knew exactly. You're considerably Absolutely. younger than I am, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. But I just know this is going to be the best show ever, and I mean best in air quotes, and perhaps <laughs> show belongs in air quotes and ever also. Um, but separately, uh, we've got our uh, sign here. We've got our egg for a feature that we might be doing. We might. We might need to shake an egg. And you know what comes <laughs> along with that? Um, and that was written in the stars in the first day. True. But um, along with that, we've also got, um, oh, our beverages, which we yes, have to have. We got course. coffee. We got fizzy water. That's right. We have uh, love, Soda. Potion, love potion number nine, actually. Uh, love potion number nine. Now, <laughs> love potion number nine. Isn't that amazing? For some reason, I've got that song stuck in my head this really? week. I mean, it's, such a, it's a classic. I mean, the lyric, if you ever really think about it. This guy mm. takes his troubles down to Madame Ruth, who he describes oh. as a gypsy with a gold cap tooth. That's who Th I would. Does take that my really narrow to. it down much, though? Not so much. I mean, I no, think, I think they throw you out of the union if you don't have that. Oh shit! So she, this guy, drinks this noxious substance. She gives him red flags up the wazoo. I mean, the way he describes it, wazoo. Uh, <laughs> and it turns him into a crazed sexual predator, hot, who kisses everything and everyone in sight. Hot. Now, this is her idea of a solution to his. Uh, being a, quote, flop with chicks, end mm, quote. Mm. Give him that. Okay, turn him into a lunatic. You know, honestly, but I think he should have stayed with Madame Ruth because mm. I, I think she was kind of looking for something. She's kind of a dime a dozen, though. But she gave she? him blood potion number nine. She's obviously looking for something. So. I mean, it's something. Uh, however, um, <laughs> thankfully, this chilling tale of occultic depravity ends when he kisses a male police officer who puts a stop to his reign of terror. This is how I saw this song when I was like six years old. <laughs> but the narrator is not the brightest bulb and sometimes a deleted verse he uh, says um, he wonders what we'll have with love potion number 10. This guy just doesn't learn, does he? So where did this, this is a tangential discussion. Is this, is this part of the aging process? Yes. Isn't it cool though? Yeah. Cause I was like, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? Well, love potion number nine lyric. And then it spun off to something. Actually, it wasn't going anywhere, but it is interesting. It's, it's it an is interesting, interesting song. And did you know, well, the white stripes covered that live. That's probably every bit as cleanly as their heartbreaker. <laughs> But <laughs> you talked me out of liking, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, there's the interesting part is it was also recorded in 1964, young lady by Ronnie Dio and the Prophets. Ronnie James freaking Dio covered that one. So now, ordinarily, that would be the kind of a side that would be cut out. But yeah, that isn't going to happen yeah. tonight. But honestly, can, who can't relate to that song? And it's kind of a little nice little tidbit there. Uh all right. Yeah. So yeah, that's a interesting. We gotta fill up the airtime with something. Uh, I we've got features up the ass. So, but I uh, I, see, this love potion number it, nine thing. I'm well. I planted that in their mind so they wouldn't tune out. Don't you see something. what it's all leading up to? So they wouldn't tune out. Well, all right. Well, now that we are done with that tasty aside, um, I just wanted to share a little bit about our tour. Um, it was wonderful. Thank you so much to all the people who helped. One person who helped the most is here tonight and it is Liz Bodwell. 
I was going to mention the management service. Well, I wasn't sure because we were bird bantering, yeah. and then we went gypsying, and then I didn't know if we were going to come back. To, so I was confused. So I'm just going there. You so so, but now you see that I was trying to make sure they didn't tune out. So, yeah, yeah, no, I I am still I'm not sure, but yeah. that's cool. Um, whatever he says, it's his birthday. And uh, so we appreciate that. She is with uh, Bodwell Artist Management, and she booked um, a lot of our Northwest tour in conjunction with a couple other people. So we certainly appreciate that assistance. And it was wonderful to share our music with different audiences in different places. Um, I, I don't know. I fell in love with it all over again. We fell in love with it uh, five years ago, and that's why we went back. And it was amazing. Uh, we sold merch. People wanted to buy our fucking shirts. Like, what is that right? about? I don't even know what to say about that. But anyway, a brief aside to just tell you guys, it was a great tour because we talked about it on other shows. It was amazing. It was memorable. It was mind-blowing. So anyway. Uh, can I say something about your tour also? Um, I, I was honored that I was privy to all the dirt. Okay. You were. And that is not a Motley Crue movie reference. Not necessarily. <laughs> oh, and, uh, no. But I'll leave it entirely up to you what you want to tell them uh, to the listeners. Do they need to hear about the trashed hotel rooms? No. Mm. The OD ambulance rides or the other uh, groupies? No, mm. I don't think so. That, that's not my call. But uh, thank you for sharing with me, at least. And if you can get the audience to believe that a goody two-shoes like you ever did any of that stuff, then you're a very shrewd person. <laughs> I, I'm pretty shrewd. I mean, all I did really was use a lot of like bad language and sleep in cheap hotels, right? I mean, those things we definitely did. I will tell you what we also did is rock the motherfuck out of all of those people. All of them. So now on to things that are much more exciting than um, that at this moment anyway, because it's fucking done. It's done and it was great and is amazing. And we'll let you know about the next one. So for David's birthday, he gets to do the theme recap. And by the way, before we get to that really quick, because I just I want to make sure to tell you this. David doesn't know what songs I'm playing. So what I did was I picked five songs that I thought I recalled him loving from this year's show so far. So I'm going to play five songs that make him happy. And we're going to do all this live. So we'll get to uh, reacquaint you if you are a regular listener of the show, which you fucking should be. You know you fucking should be. Straight up. Think about that. Let that wash over you. Okay. Anyway. So my favorite part of doing these things with David with these songs is the look on his face and what he says when the song is playing. So what I'm going to do is I will play the song, but I'm going to have David do some visceral responses while the song's playing. So you'll hear David speak <gasps> over, over no. the songs, but it'll be fun. So before we get to that though, what was our theme? Well, that's the beauty of it really. Uh, the, the pure simplicity of it. There was no theme. There were no genre requirements. Well, basically, we might as well sum it up and saying we don't care what you're saying. So, oh, wow. Uh, open, it's a free-for-all. So that kind of uh, will certainly make it easier on me, who usually can't explain what's going on. But, uh, okay, so that's it. Uh, we'll see what made it, uh, with a little help from Christina, apparently, Well, uh, into the list. Uh, but that sounds interesting. Uh, and this was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. But anyway, so here's the first song. And I'm going to play it, and then I'll tell you all about it, because I just want David's visceral response. Not yet. All right. Hopefully, everyone can hear the song. All right. He's gesturing wildly. I think it's just ticking. Oh, excuse me. 
Oh, you should see him dancing about. I'm seated. <laughs> We're 60 now. We sit on porches, we dance in our seats. He's chair dancing. Well, it's somebody along the line of Imperial Age or Mute Prophet or something like that. I've got it mixed. I, I, it's not coming to mind. Oh, I love this. I love the vocal. This is kind of like almost uh, symphonic metal, but at its very best. And uh, I just, I, I love this. I love this. At the moment, I can't actually remember who it is, but um, because I haven't listened to like any music in a little bit of the old stuff a lot, because there's always new stuff. I would tell you at the end of the song. So. But While I love it. It's this. brilliantly uh, theatrically arranged. I do like it. Well, you liked it before. I yeah. Hope you yeah. like it again. Well, you folks, while you're listening to this song, I'm trying not to talk too loudly over it. Let us know. Do you like this song? This is going to be like uh, one of those Heidi and Frank things where we're going to like, are we going to keep it or dump it? Oh, we've got a thumbs up. We've got one thumbs up. I think this deserves a thumbs up, yeah. In a sane, in, in a sane universe. Mm, we got a clap. Thumbs up and a clap so far. Also fitting. Also fitting. Mm, Tom says uh, his cat Neely loves it. She's purring like mad. Well, so is David. That's so weird. I, I, I am actually purring. Thankfully, the mic will not pick it up. No, it's very loud, loud in this room, I yeah. will tell you. But it can't be edited out, though. Thankfully, I've got a crappy mic. <laughs> no, actually, no, it does, and it sounds good. We've managed to sound good over time. We have never been able to talk over songs like this. Hopefully no, and, this I, and I'm afraid to, honestly. It feels really good. <laughs> what the never know what's coming out of his mouth. We edit so much shit out, we cannot do that. Although that probably would have been left in. Probably, Now, are they really going to end here? Let's see. Let's see. Hell yeah. Hot ending. You expect them to come back and... And they stopped. Yep. 
All right. Make me look foolish. Go ahead. This was Morphing Bass with Devil's Breath, and they are from Tokyo. We love them. We've played them twice before. And I recall the crazy response you gave. Mm. Therefore, we wanted to play them again. And we try to always play new artists as often as we can to give everybody a shot at being heard by different audiences. So they are electro rock with synths and guitars. Oh, yeah. And you can find them on Facebook at Morphing Bass. And that was from episode 31, Electronic Rock, that we played on May 15th. So how did I do, uh, David? Pretty good pick? You did, Ed, but for some reason, I was expecting it to be, it was, it, this was, Morphing Bass uh, was introduced to me through you on the show. Right. I thought it was somebody that I knew before because you said, oh, it's one of your favorites, uh, favorites from the show, yeah. And it was, too, and it still is. And I didn't think it was anybody new. It's, it's awesome to see there's anybody actually, I'm thinking of older music, uh, some older music, like uh, Dream Aria. I don't think they're out anymore, but uh, it's fantastic. Nope, this is all from this year. Very good. This was a good one. Good pick. Morphing bass. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We love them. And uh, they're very appreciative of us playing them. And you will be appreciative that I am going to do this next feature. At least I hope you will. Now, you see, on paper. Or no, on, not on paper. On the, the original file you sent me, it was me. No. Okay. What's it called? All right. So, Jaded, for this feature, we discuss how the once or seemingly wholesome became a more provocative version of themselves do we miss the wholesome or do we revel in what they became and i selected christina aguilera oh from squeaky clean mickey mouse club regular from 1993 to 1994 to 1990 self-titled album that yielded yearning teen singles like genie in a bottle what a girl wants i turn to you and come on over baby to 2002 strip that showed us that she's no longer a teen idol this is her album Musically, lyrically, and public image-wise, this particular album stripped. I mean, this is her in music. She just said, fuck you all. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to get this done. And the songs are provocative, to say the least. So I believe that my jaw is still on the floor from the video for Dirty. Come on. When you saw Christina Aguilera go from genie in a fucking bottle to that, like, wasn't it like almost cornrow kind of like she was in chaps and she was in a boxing yeah, yeah, ring and she was that. gyrating? Of course you did. I can't think of a gentleman who didn't. I mean, after wouldn't the, remember that. But after the genie in the bottle era thing, I didn't really see her much or think about her much. I didn't, that kind of music wasn't exposed to me. I did see her not too terribly long ago with the Rolling Stones doing Live With Me live. And that was nice, you know. She can sing. I like uh, half her music anyway, probably. She's pretty badass. I, and I don't mind her getting more provocative. But again, I haven't seen the latest stuff. So who knows? Yeah. So I might be shocked. So her <laughs> uh, from the so the video Dirty, as I mentioned, was crazy. And the song Beautiful is a fucking revelation and remains one of my favorite songs that she has done. Uh, finally, the rousing anthem Fighter. I'm sure you all remember that. She's all grown up and she's talking about self-respect, sex, and feminism unapologetically. She is just like, I am unapologetic about this shit. Here it is. And in 2006, she released Back to Basics, which was inspired by 1920s and 1950s idols like Billie Holiday, Otis Redding, Etta James, Ella Fitzgerald, which meant much to my delight, that it was infused with jazz and soul and yielded Ain't No Other Man, Hurt, and Candyman. Her alter ego, which was Baby Jane, 
is my favorite version of her yet. Now, she's also released three other albums from 2010 to 2018, which yielded an additional nine singles. And she continues to evolve into a clearer and more self-assured version of herself. It's really been incredible to watch. And at 40, I think she knows who she is, as finally we do as well. I say once jaded, always jaded. I do. And I think that she showed us she is jaded, but as we all do, we turn that into a different version of ourselves. And she continues to do that. And she has one of my favorite voices ever. She um, definitely has this beautiful soaring voice. It's very, very soulful, obviously. It's used too soulfully sometimes, but I do like she can sing. Oh, you know, yeah, no yeah. Doubt. yeah. Anyway, I think it's a beautiful voice. She does oh, yeah, overdo yeah. a lot of stuff, but that's her style. But so, honestly, who does not eventually go do the, the Great American Songbook? I mean, everybody, Pat Benazar, every artist does that at some point or another, the old standards, and that's cool. You know? Well, she does it really, really well because she could sing anything. Yeah. Um, she's got the chops, and she delivers again and again and again. And I am just so happy that she has kind of arrived and really come into herself at 40. Um, and that's so cute that she's 40, whatever. I'm like, when was that? That was super cute. I mean, I'm like 41, wink, wink. But, you know, I mean, it was, it feels like a really long time ago. But yes, Christina Aguilera, one of my favorite singers, songstresses, however you say that. So anyway, definitely jaded, but uh, she's coming to her own. So very, very nice. And uh, you already shared what you think of Christina. I don't know what you all think out there of Christina. Now, first of all, she's my namesake. So if I don't love her, I think it's sack fucking religious. But Although sometimes she's ex-Tina. And she's Aguilera. Yeah. So she's Latina. So I've got to fucking give it up for her right there. So do you guys like Christina? Tell me. You like her? You in, maybe you liked Mickey Mouse Club, Christina. Maybe you like Genie in a Bottle, Christina. And you don't like Dirty, Christina. And you don't like Baby Jane. But you can tell me in the chat. I'm watching. Ah, yep. Uh-huh. Bruce says you like the throwback version the best. That's my favorite, too, with her alter ego, where she was doing those, like, really cute throwback songs. You know who else I liked that did that was, um, back in the day, was uh, Bette Midler. She did a lot of those little oh, yeah, standards yeah. and... She's a, while I don't love, I don't love Bette Midler's everything. She's got some chops too. And, uh, Hey, oh my God. Chassar is out there. Hey, Chassar. <laughs> how are you? Yay. Um, so, uh, free the zombies. What's up? Nice to see you. Yeah. Free the zombies. So, already uh, free, so the zombies are next. So, <laughs> All right. Well, that is all I have to say about Christina Aguilera. And now we are going to play another song for David's birthday from an artist we played on episode 30. Episode? Fuck me. It's embarrassing not to know who they are in advance. But okay. Episode 30, <laughs> Alternative Rock 5-1-2021. These are some of your favorites that you liked this year. So I'm just, I picked some of your favorites. So you're going to, we're going to play them and you can talk over them. I want you to share that moment that I get to have that they don't get to have where you share that visceral response where you just lose your shit. <sighs> you know, you're dancing in the chair. You're doing all that kind of stuff. So let's take a listen to this next one. I think you're all really going to like it. You got to stop doing that, dude. Everyone can hear that. <laughs> Which one? The rapper? <laughs> the rapper, yeah. Oh, no way, dude. Yeah, we can all hear okay. it. It's adorable, though. I mean, you know, it's something that uh, that you do. I would think nothing if I heard a rapper. Yeah, it, well, I mean, if it was like Eminem, that'd be cool. You know? There's a sound. 
Here nope. it is. It's hard. I can actually, this is so weird to be able to talk about this song. You should, though. Visceral response. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? It hit, you know, it hits hard. It really, it has balls. It's, um, it is, it, I hate, I usually use the word theatrical, but it is. It's showy, and it's, uh, it's kind of little proggy, but elemental enough. And I don't know who's going to sing it. Hold on, boys. You guys can tell me what you're thinking of this song, too. It's kind of like an American bandstand moment. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. It's opening up, right? Remembering who it is? No, that was that is not opening up. But I remember. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. The song is really. It has a drive. I mean, it drives like a fucking freight train. Mm, it's cool. Lewis likes the band's epic sound. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a big sound. It's an epic sound. It's, uh... I like bands with that big sound. I really do. It's symphonic, you know. In a, in a... says it transports her to another realm almost great escape song yes it's, it's, I love when music can do this absolutely is escape how cool is this that we can talk to you guys and listen to the songs with you and have your responses Bruce what are you thinking Tom talk to us I mean I, I can't let you just tune out and Chassar what's going on or I can call you Hex if you'd rather This reminds me of another group very much. Imperial Age. So. Yeah. They'll be another group. Oh, it's just a little float, not floaty part, but this, uh, this ethereal thing going on. Ah, uh, Bruce says, sounds like cross between Renaissance and later Zeppelin. Yeah, it's definitely heavier than Renaissance, but there's no denying that uh, that artsy, that uh, classic art rock sound. Ooh, Tom said it. he'd call it Viking metal. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like that. It is. It's, Hell it's, yeah. Uh, Tom, I knew I liked you. Viking metal, yeah. Fuck yeah. And, and there I have seen bands like that that, that wear like a badge of honor. I mean, they shove the Viking thing with their face. They acknowledge that's what they're doing. Uh, they tell you Viking stories all the time. This has that sound that they're looking for. You know, it's absolutely. This is operatic. You are absolutely. You know, it's transported. This is. Uh... <laughs> Liz can visualize the headdress and all. Nice little outro there. This uh, this is probably the end. Ooh ooh ooh. Oh. Beautiful lutey type instrument, acoustic guitar, lute, mandolin, mm-hmm. something. Something stringy. That stringy thing that kind of sounds a little bit like an oboe. I mean, a, like a bassoon, not quite. Oh, Tom says I'm picturing the long boats on the Baltic. Yes. Yeah, I'd believe anything they told, they showed me at this point. Tom gets it. 
Show me whatever it is. That's the story for now. Liz gets it. Bruce gets it. Not hugely into fantasy, but this is. You I are could, into this song. You I am into this song. And, and you get fantasy right. God bless you, man. That's good. You, know? you went crazy over this song. I remember. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Oh, he's air drumming, folks. Oh, oh, of course, yeah. We got uh-oh, coffee. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Uh oh. Guitar jam. Now he's, he's air guitaring. Drama of it all is so amazing. This recalls like an Iron Maiden groups like that. You know. That's a big vocal. Now Liz can visualize the long boats on the Baltic as well. I kind of feel a little seasick. Apparently, I'm on one of those boats. This is the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> the midnight sun with the hot spring storm. Right, see, that's you. That's where Bruce got it right. And we're the gods, folks, you know. <laughs> Don't mind us. I'm, We're such pros. Don't I'm, mind I'm us. making, like, I'm like. <laughs> you don't know that by like now? hacking on the side. <laughs> what are we going to do? There ain't no editing We're live. Now, you know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, stop doing that. And I just keep I mean, making wait, him go, laugh. Want me to go to the other room? You want know? <laughs> <laughs> to go outside? You know? <laughs> oh, live, live and dangerous. Okay. Um, there's music playing. What's going on? Is it different music? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Does it matter? All right. Does so it matter? We're not playing more music now. That is the end of the song. Which was what? Damn it. That was River of Dreams by Phantom Divine. Oh, Phantom Divine. Yeah. We played another one of their songs. That one I remember a little better, I think. Um, you do not. This was your favorite. Was it? They're from Canada, and they are, in fact, symphonic metal. You were totally right. And I think that's why everybody got that Viking metal and Canada. That, I knew it had to be someplace yep. cold. You, know? <laughs> you can't come from Florida and come up with that shit. you got to be right. in a cold place. You know? And so they are on Facebook at Phantom Divine. Yeah, so they you rock, should boy. definitely listen to them. They're badass. Yeah, it, it, you will. they will stick in your brain. You'll never forget unless you're old and senile like me. So Right. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, it's with great trepidation that I now turn it over <laughs> to my 60-year-old host for... His feature. Uh, are we going to have to call the call somebody about the uh, the age discrimination? <laughs> <in your show? laughs> what f- you're you're asking me about the feature? The adulterated, abominated uh, version of the format that I have on my phone is not what you're doing. You just so. grab the shaker and go for it. Uh, well, what is the next? Uh, if you grab the do- shaker. On the format that I have, folks, history um, strikes I would, back. I would already have done uh, one hit warblers. Yes, well, original. history strikes back. Okay, that means I have to turn. Here's what's got to happen. You got to okay. flip to pages. Like, well, I got to look at the format itself and read it. I got to read Excellent. the thing to begin, and then I got to go to the actual uh, mo- notes. Yes, believe it or not, I have notes on that. So I got to find the history strikes back's lead in. Oh, and then right. we will return to one hit warblers. But yes, for now, history, history strikes back. Woo. I'm not sure exactly why I say that, like Tony the Tiger calling no a baseball idea. game. Yeah. I remember the first time you did, I just looked at you, you know? and I think I was like, blink, blink, 
blink, blink, It'd work why. for me. I don't know It's why. fine. It's, I'd say go for it. For this feature, we travel back in time to a particular year, uh, in, the, in the Stone Age usually, to review bands, music, charts, and pop culture for a randomly selected year. And this year, oh, my droogies, I have to flip to my other note. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it is, man. This is life. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay. All right. Well, this year, uh, the year this time, well, I shall never again think of it and not hear it in the voice of Johnny Depp's Barnabas Collins oh. from Tim Burton's Dark uh, Shadows. He says, 1972. It's just, it was an epic year. Uh, he was so impressed because it, he'd been locked in a coffin for 196 years since 1770 fucking six. Um, so the new the time of the newly formed United States, Beethoven had died not long ago. Mozart was cranking at works. Now, what kind of culture shock was he in for? Or in other words, mm. what uh, did an 11 year old Professor P. Soup have to imbibe artistically uh, on the telly and the cinema and most importantly, the music? That is how the feature works. We look at the year itself as a whole, although we have been gently nudged by one of our sounding boards to including more about the music and less about everything else. Amen. And I think it was a good idea. That's why we have <coughs> Bruce sounding Baldwin. <coughs> Bruce Baldwin. <coughs> Bruce Baldwin. <coughs> That's why we have sounding boards. That's God correct. bless them. They keep us. They keep us. Well, Liz uh, will tell us if we suck too. She'll straight up tell us. She'll be like, "Uh, that wasn't just good, don't my ever friends. tell me or I'll cry." So tell yeah, her just here. tell me, just tell and then here. I'll just. I, I what I do is I water it down and deliver it in a loving fashion. Now, since this is my birthday, you'll get an idea, a feel for what, how blessed my life has been when you see and uh, what I had to listen to and watch at 11 years of age. That's how old I was in 1972. <laughs> this is going to blow your mind. The first scientific handheld calculator is introduced. A fucking a hand calculator, just that. That was that was brand new back then. The price oh was three hundred ninety-five dollars. Well, sure. Uh, and, you know, you could get one now at the dollar store. <laughs> if you gave me $395, I'll calculate whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, you get one at the dollar store anytime. It works just as well. It can't get the number. What? It's a cheap one, so you get the number close, but not exact. <laughs> 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 the cheapest calculator ever is, is going to tell you the same thing. Um, so next time they come out with something you want, just wait 49 years and then buy it, and you'll save just save a ton of money. Very nice. Very money. nice. I mean, you just save $394 there. <laughs> uh, U.S. Richard, uh, U.S. President Richard Nixon orders the wait for this the development of a space shuttle program. Ooh. I mean, imagine that we work with space tourism now. The Magnavox Odyssey video game. This will interest, I think, a couple. Uh, one of the fellows listening in right now. This uh, the Magnavox Odyssey. He'll probably correct me. In fact, uh -oh. I'm sure he knows the entire history. The Magnavox uh -oh. Odyssey video game system is first uh, in uh, demoed, rather, Whoa. marking the dawn of the video game age wow. and the arcade. Right, it went on sale to the public in August. Imagine that was the beginning and the arcade version of Pong premiered. Hey, kids, arcades! Aye, aye, aye. Hell yeah! Burt Reynolds poses nude for the centerfold of the April edition of Cosmopolitan. And believe me, if you were around that time, you have no idea how big a deal that was. I mean, <laughs> you'd be amazed at what a big deal that was. Such a trivial thing. Um, at the cinema, where I spent an inordinate amount of time as my mum was a manager, that was my life uh, then, was the movies, pretty much. Nice. Um uh, the uh, the Godfather uh, from Paramount was the number one film at the box office. Oh, 80, uh, 86 million that year. That's like an opening weekend today. Honestly, I mean, the, right. But it is. Oh, my sister watched this movie 24 times. The Poseidon Adventure. Oh, talk about all star cast. Mm. But uh, I watched it 12 times. There's something totally wrong with me. And she watched it 24 times. She should be institutionalized. 24 times. But it was a pretty good flick, I guess. Cool. What's up, Doc? Uh, big hit. Uh, screwball comedy with super hot Barbara Streisand, Ryan O'Neill, and 
Super hot. Madeline Kahn. That was a good flick. What was that last part? Uh, Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought I heard and... something else. It was Deliverance. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson. If you don't remember it, you remember the the gif of him turning his head. Uh, um, fucking um, Robert Redford oh, with Robert a beard Redford. turning right. his head and facing he, you. That's from Jeremiah Johnson. That was from that movie. I have to stop you for a minute. What? Because Tom said, my mom had that Burt Reynolds image hung up in their laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture it right Is now. Is she still with us? Give her, your, give her my number or something. She sounds like a lot of fun. You know? She sounds like a good time. And Bruce like already, also yeah. said, 1972 equals close to the edge. That's um, what he said. Oh, and don't think we weren't going to get to that. Uh, you know, you know us in the tar pit. You know how much we love us some yes. That's know? right. Exactly. And we're and, talking about 72. I know. And we're talking about 72. And Liz also says there's only one Burt Reynolds. Miss him in the Hollywood scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely. so badass. Absolutely. He was. I mean, Smokey I and the up, Bandit, potent as fuck. I, I was grew like. up on Burt Reynolds like you can't believe All of a sudden the I was like, hello. Eastwood and Reynolds, man. I'm telling you. I had the up. I, I grew up watching Uh-oh. those guys. Like, you need to be careful right now because Bruce also said, and Foxtrot by Genesis. Uh, yeah. That, that, uh-uh. that uh, deserved some sort of mention at least. Uh, all uh, right. Fantastic. All right. Box all office, right. More box office. Cabaret. 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 Yes. Cabaret. The cabaret. Cabaret. The Getaway with uh, Ryan, o- I mean, with uh, not Ryan O'Neill, sorry, Steve McQueen and Ally McGraw. Lady Sings the Blues, great performance, Diana Ross, and uh, Woody Allen, everything, number 10 movie, Woody Allen, everything you always wanted to know about sex. And, you know, the field is wide open on this one, but I'm not going to go there. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> field is wide open on that. Um, um, you know, I just we're... didn't want you to think I didn't see it. That's yeah, all. you're <laughs> like, look, look, lady, <laughs> I got a, it. You could do some mining there, but that's yeah. not the kind of guy. So. Are you sure? You're, oh, you're not a gossip guy, I forgot. But we all know the allegations against so him, w- and we also know who he married. His fucking daughter. Okay, we're moving on. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, 11. I was a sentient being, you know. I mean, I knew... My ass from a hole in the ground, basically. Mm. So uh, I remember the premieres of these shows, The Waltons, hello. Oh, my God. Sanford and Son, brand new. Are you fucking kidding me? I love it. Elizabeth, Elizabeth. And MASH, folks, MASH. That's like a suicide show is so fucking bored me i'm sorry it just did <laughs> and kung fu david carradine mm. on the mm. air that was on the air uh the golden age folks so what else was on the air that did not premiere but had already been on well all of us around that time were bewitched bothered and bewildered with bewitched i read Shit, that yeah. backwards uh the beat went on <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> We were, all, we we're all bothered and bewildered with Bewitched, is what I meant to say. You know? That's okay. I got it. Uh, I actually stole from that song. I'm so proud of myself. Uh, mm. The beat went on with Sonny and Cher, Comedy Hour, an absolutely great show. Never saw it, and I feel okay. Yeah. No, but you would have loved it. No? Right. No, wait. Sorry. I take it back. You're too cool. You wouldn't have loved it. Um, uh, Liz says, thanks for choosing her year of birth, 1972. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's, I will not uh, admit my birth year. It's a gold mine of a year, and we haven't done it yet. So it is true. Uh, oh, and Tom says he remembers the Sunny and Share show. Excellent show, excellent show. It looks and like I'm a sure, good time. Yeah, I'm sure it's on in circulation in one of those beloved TV networks things you can watch online or anything. I bet you could buy it, like you could oh, buy yeah, the whole yeah. fucking thing. And I that love hair, just that fucking hair. I mean, seriously. <sighs> 
And we were getting happy with the Partridge family. Oh, the my baddest God. asses of them all, David Cassidy. Oh, well, there's a song that we're singing. Love them. Come on, get happy. Oh, sorry. I'll those stop. those institutions of the uh, musical entertainment sphere, Lawrence Welk Show and American Bandstand, of course. We're going up and this is like a strikes almost i know what's going on shut up christina well you see that's the thing the power of the jingle i thought of a show that was like oh decades old one Mm. the other day and i just i hadn't seen it in that long a time and i remember the jingle because you never forget those no yeah and all of these had them i love them they're so good we were talking about that and i was actually what i listened to the other day sorry little aside because why the fuck not see see you do it too it's little yeah it's little Mine was but, little too. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, no, it's, uh, I was telling Bruce, for some reason, Facts of Life came up and I fucking went and I turned on the Facts of Life and I sang every word. I didn't remember them all, but as soon as it started coming, you take the good, you take, take the, the bad, bad, you take yeah. them both and there you have the Facts of Life. I've never watched the show I and fucking, I know it. How, are you serious? You don't know Natalie and Tootie and Blair and Joe? What the fuck? I do not. Believe it How or not. How did that happen? There are, you know, you, How did that a happen? lot of people miss that. I just miss so much. Damn. Anyway, that was my aside. Over. Sorry. Uh, talking of theme songs, the Brady Bunch. Oh, the Brady but Bunch. But you have to start. There's right, a story of a, a lovely, lovely lady. lady. It's like a four hour long it is. jingle. It is. It is. A, <laughs> this is a, a chronicle here, you know. The uh, the odd couple. The odd. Oh my god! Where are you ever going to see a television show that's better than the movie? That one right there. Oh well, that's really true. Yeah, that's really true. Okay, so here's here's some comments. You've got to hear these. So Chazar is here. He was having trouble getting in, but here he is, and he was dealing with a five year old that's tired and starting a kid's bath. But he's here and free the zombies. And now, uh, as you mentioned, if you don't mind, folks um, who uh, represent here, um, we have listeners in 23 countries now. We just recently picked up North Korea. Where is everybody from? Besides you guys that Uh-oh. we know about, you can say it, too. Uh Oh, go ahead. We're going to do a roll call. Also, um, Tom says, yeah, Professor, what the fuck? We need to have a Facts of Life marathon, says Liz, because you need to get your shit caught up. I, I am bereft. I know. mean, I'm sorry. Just just Blair alone is worth watching because she's such a snot face. I think it was like a early Golden Girls. That's what the Golden Girls were like before they became golden. I don't know. People anyway, think go it's with golden. me there. People think it's golden. I don't know. Anyway, please continue. This oh, is fantastic. Um, it is fantastic. Um, the uh, well, the odd couple, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh my god! Which, what was that fucking theme song? I don't even remember that. Oh, that was the one that was covered I by that song. It was covered by somebody cool, somebody modern. Yeah, it's not helpful. Um, who can turn the world on with her smile? Oh, I thought that was that. What is that girl? What's the that girl? That or girl. I don't know I her song. It she, she has a musical. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. I, I, I didn't think. remember that when I no, liked no, no, that no, show. No, no, no. That girl has one a song too. Ah. She's that girl. She's mine alone, and luckily for you, if you find a girl to love, only one girl to love, then she'll be that girl. Well, too. that was fucking adorable. Yeah. Okay. It's an adorable show. Yeah. It looks. Oh, it looks adorable. So was like the Mary Tyler Moore show with geniuses like Moore. the recently departed oh, Ed Asner. Ed Asner. Uh, mm. Historic because that was, I think, the first time ever a major character from a sitcom became a major character in a drama. Damn. And of course, you want to boatload of fucking Hang on. Hang on. Uh, we, we have somebody who wants to call in. Do you really want to call in? I, I thought you said that wasn't going to work. I don't know. <laughs> okay, David, we are we are seriously still live. So let's try it. Let's go ahead and do it. 
Okay, HSR, you should be live with David. I, I can actually hello. hear you. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Live caller. Oh, you, had a, you have, are the first live caller I've Ever. taken in my entire life. First live show. First live show. I'm so glad I hit that button. Thank you. Well, thank, I am too. Uh, I Like I said, after five, six years or whatever, you're the first person I've actually spoken to. Gotten lots of feedback. God help us. We've gotten it. But um, where are you calling uh, from? I'm in Placentia, California. Oh, this you're in California. Okay. Ask me about free the zombies. I was hoping for something exotic. Oh, well, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was hoping for something exotic because we've got uh, listeners, as I said, in so many countries, but we don't devalue you because you live in the same damn state that we live in. So. <laughs> we think you're fucking smart. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Know, I, but Jassar has a great thing called free the zombies. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's talking. Oh. I'm sorry for talking over you, Christina. Uh, I was just going to say, you want an exotic? Why? Well, I, I had to travel all the way here from, from Romania. To, to wow, no kidding. From Transylvania. I love it. I love it. Uh, great, uh, beautiful country there. I know an artist from there. Fantastic. If you're from Romania, you might know her. Rua, the royal unknown artist from Romania. She's fantastic. She's brilliant. Uh, but uh, thank you for calling in. Did you have a question or something? Uh, no, actually, I just wanted to be the first caller ever. And that is what you are, the first caller ever. It is set. It is, in fa it is one of those irre uh, irrevocable facts. It's simply objectively true that you are the first caller ever. So thank you. We love you, Chisar, and Free the Zombies. And uh, I've known him for a couple of years now. He's a great supporter of Ascent, a great supporter of local music, and a great musician himself. So check out Free the Zombies because uh, they're amazing. And Chisar is an amazing human being. Get in, losers. We're going to free the zombies. <laughs> Get in, losers. <laughs> we're going to free the zombies. Thank you for calling in. Thank My you for calling for in. And I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. It looks like it dropped you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you have a desire to call in, you can do it. And just if you want to call back in, you can certainly do it. I'm so sorry. Uh, but sometimes technology does what it will, and it did what it will. So, again, if you want to, you certainly can call in. Or you can go ahead and enter your information in the chat at any time. Whatever you want, we're here. And please continue to invite people to this show live for the very first time and getting back to History Shrikes. That is right. And uh, you know what's really cool? We love to hear from everybody. We love to talk to everybody. Yes. Uh, but it will, taking uh, feedback from listeners and everything, live will kind of excuse having a segment go on for like 25 minutes or something. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, really. I mean, that's true. It, it's impossible to avoid. And that, that's that makes true. me feel so much better right there. I think that's nice. Well, and I do like that they can be involved and we can talk to them. I don't know. I could become addicted to this, David. I'm just telling you right now. I'm not sure. I could become addicted to not editing. Oh, and uh, Jassar says he loves the live format, FYI. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, we, we, we're very confident about it, and we're so glad it was going over well. Yeah, well, we, you know, it's so weird because I think you you want to, you think, oh, I want to do it, and I want to be able to refine it and make it sound really good. But you know what? That's just not the fucking spirit of our show. We just do what we do, and we say inane, silly things and non sequiturs. And, and we that's go who off we on are. tangents, damn that's it, both of are. us. Yeah. That's who we are, you know? Yeah. So uh, thank you. And Tom says it's it's fun, too. Thank you. Well, I think the real question is, before we get back to Shrikes, is, but would you come to this every couple weeks? That's the thing, you know? Uh, I would love to do it if they would come. 
if we if, if we build we, it if we build it <laughs> i knew you were gonna fucking do that <laughs> all right back to you so sorry to deviate my friend that's good no you should at any given opportunity and the listener should also that's so if the segment goes on for an hour it's going to be like the poker game in casino royale you would never believe you would pay money to sit down and watch a fucking poker game for an hour and a half but they make you love it. That's like this show. Is would not be, be our like show that. if you didn't mention Bond. <laughs> would it would not, no. <laughs> oh, Bond may yet come up. Mm. All Just right. briefly, though. What about the music, though, mm. folks? That's mm. the main thing, isn't it? That's, That's what I'm the gravy. For. That's the jelly, ain't it? Oh. All right. Classic albums here first for my uh, fellow dinosaurs and for a few worthy young things like Pumpkin here who caught up. Uh, <laughs> hang on, because we're going back to this. To the Stone Age, and it might get sticky with tar. You know. Oh, now remember this because we we've never done this live before. If I don't know the song, we can't cut it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's. I was going to mention that, of course. If I don't know the song, you just go, "Ah, shit." Yeah. So many times this comes up, folks. I'll be like, I'll, (laughs) I'll be in this fool's paradise, thinking, "Oh, she knows this song. Yeah, she knows this song." And I'll start doing a song. She'll be like. What? <laughs> I got nothing. And you should so, see, he looks at me all excited. And then he's like, oh, shit, you don't know that? And that one just gets cut. See, but unfortunately, <laughs> the cutting room floor is going to pine it is away. It no more. <laughs> it will be, it will get no food this week whatsoever. So uh, so you'll just, we'll just have to laugh it off. But I'm glad we were both on the same proverbial page. Absolutely. All right. Debuts that year. Bands that reared their heads that, uh, uh, upon which the curtain went up on their public life, on their mm. recording life. Oh, interesting. A lot of bands get together and then, okay, they finally record three years later. I right. mean, this is when they debuted with albums. Okay. Such amazing bands as Styx. Oh, hell yes. Blue Oyster Cults. Uh-oh. Lou Reed, believe it or not. Seemed Uh-oh. like he would have been around before that. The Eagles, Fog Hat, and the uh, solo career of Pete Townsend all began that year. Oh, well, oh, hang on a second. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh, Bruce is still waiting for the song-by-song analysis of Foxtrot. Of the Foxtrot album. He's waiting for a song-by-song analysis from you. Oh. Yeah. I never heard. For, for Shrikes, you know. Oh. Yeah, so no, I, I guess it's not coming. Sorry, Bruce. Fog hat. Fog hat, Tom says. Fog hat. And then Bruce says, a flower? <laughs> Genesis reference. What? And they might get a passing mention somewhere right, along the line They here. better get more than passing. Well, it was Gabriel era Genesis, so that's why it's only passing. That's right. Well, he that's, tiptoes away. Yeah. yeah, you better run the fuck away. That's <laughs> It's only passing because of the level of taste. Was it a year for on. dinosaur rock, folks? Classic rock. <laughs> you tell me when Exile on Main Street by the Rolling <gasps> Stones came out. Oh. David Bowie, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, and The Spiders from Mars. Oh. Stevie Wonder's Talking Book. And an album that to me is definitive of that time of my life, certainly, and of basically of music history as far as I'm concerned. Deep Purple's Machine Head came out Mm. that year. Neil Young Harvest. I'm going to get a hell yeah from somebody on that one. Watch. I mean, it should uh, for Neil Young. Okay. No, no, for um, for Machine Head. Oh, for Machine yeah, Head. Yeah. Oh, for fucking sure. You have a hell yeah for me. Somebody's gonna, yeah, somebody's. Uh, somebody going to. other than me? Is that what oh. you're trying to say? See, I always picture you people out there listening, going hell yeah to stuff, or having something to say and being unable to. Well, doggone it, we've broken okay, down the wall. Bruce says hell yeah on Machine Head. Yeah. And Tom says I prefer Burn. Well, as long as it's purple, but. Uh, <laughs> He's got, I mean, uh, oh, burn, there's versus, nothing wrong with fucking burn. No, but I got burn. I got burn. On I vinyl. know you do. It's I been on your it. wall. Yeah. 
Oh, Neil Young and, Harvard, and I'm sorry. Bruce says he prefers Burn too. Oh, wow. oh, hey, oh, well, Burn is beyond amazing. I will give him that. All right. right, all right, all right. Curtis Mayfield, Superfly. Oh, nice. Don't make your potion fine by. Not that I know the words, but I was like, uh, if you lose, don't ask no question why. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh well, I, I think okay. that's how it goes. Okay, yes. Well, now you know. You one. can imagine the gesticulations and uh, oh, there's quite gestures a few. that I'm making here, singing that because it's super fly. All right, oh, uh, Elton God. John. We got space truck in his killer too. It just keeps coming. Yes, yes. I mean, it, space that's trucking, the thing. It's tough. That's it's tough. my song. Space trucking featured the first time we see Ash in Ash versus Evil Dead. He's getting down to space trucking because it's just that kind of epic song. That is the song. Some people say, oh, Heavy Metal was born with Machine Head. Well, that's, of course it wasn't, but it's an all-time classic album. There it is. And, uh, oh, guess what's up next after Elton John Honky Chateau. Oh, shit. Which is great. Got some filler. Sorry. Shoot me. Oh, uh, shoot. Shot. Uh, Consider yourself shot. Yes. Grace us with Close to the Edge. Oh, my God. Yes. Jethro Tull, Thick as a Brick. Steely Dan, Can't Buy a Thrill. New releases, folks. Not 40-year anniversary reissues. New releases. That's crazy. Paul Simon, uh, transformed by Lou Reed. Not never been that big. The, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then he just glosses over that shit. Bye bye. But then, honest. Then we get a song. We get an album with a title of a song mm. about some people that smile in your face, but all the time mm. they want to take your place. They're called the Backstabbers. The OJ's. Oh my! Is that awesome the or what? OJ's and Al Green. Let's stay together. Not that he sings like that. Wow. <laughs> I think Rock. he does the, I'm so in love with you. I just brought it up a couple octaves. <laughs> Roxy Music School's Out by Alice Cooper. Black Sabbath Volume 4, folks. I was wow. 11 and I was, I was, I had that shit. Eagles. Uh, first, uh, T-Rex, The Slider, The Band, Rock of Ages, and yes, your damn stinking Genesis Foxtrot. You know what? I seriously- Damn stinking <laughs> Genesis Foxtrot? It's for uh, the oh, show. Oh, Bruce just disconnected. Look at what you fucking did. <laughs> no, I honestly- Bruce says, wow. I honestly haven't listened to it. And that's not good. I'm sure it's fantastic. It's I fantastic. To it. And Tom asks, was Close to the Edge the last with Bruford? Uh, yes, it was. And you only mentioned thick as that thick as a brick in passing. Bruce is pissed at you right now. <laughs> I know he's thick, threatening to leave the Bruce, whole conversation. I know thick as a brick, thick as a brick intimately. I've heard it a million times. Um, uh, there are, I mean, I like records they made better, but it is a masterpiece. There's no doubt about it. Now, I actually don't know if Close to the Edge was the last with Bruford. I can't remember. I thought, oh, yeah, they went on tour and recorded Yes songs. Bruce with knows. Alan okay, White. if you're wrong, Bruce gonna call your yeah, ass out because he this, is Yes. Honestly, this comes up all the time. I yes, say, he says it was the last with Bruford. I say some wrong stuff, and then like 15 episodes later, I learn, and I feel like I got to go back and tell everybody, even I know. though they don't give a shit. We have to go on the apology tour, you know? I, I, I have misinformed some of you about a few things. Tom says, the slider is great. Oh, hell yeah. T-Rex forever, man. <laughs> uh, and he says, so he also says, just in response to what Tom asked, Bruford also came back for the union later, but it doesn't count. He said right. No, count no. Yet, that so. that was when the, even on the tour, that's when the Alan White era began. That's correct. And uh, it was, uh, it was fine. I love Bruford. Don't oh, love Bruford. God, he's brilliant. Anyway, sorry. A uh, group I know doesn't rate terribly highly with you. The Moody Blues, uh, Seven uh, Sojourn. 
Rod Stewart, <sighs> never a dull moment. Well, there is with the Moody Blues, I guess. <laughs> At least according to you. It's kind of funny true. they would line up together like that. That's true. Cat Stevens, a re, uh, an album I recently acquired on vinyl. Cat Stevens, Catch Bullet 4. I can't wait to get to the singles. An I'm album so I've long since had on, an album I've long since had on vinyl. They only come out at night by the Edgar Winter Group. This was <gasps> new. That's one of your faves, and I do love Edgar Winter Group. Joni Mitchell, uh, Joni Mitchell, Mitchell? For the Roses. Oh, that was not a, that, that was, <laughs> I don't know. I think that that was sort of Ferrari in there. I'm not sure. What did I say? Joni Mitchell. <laughs> no. Joni Mitchell, my love, for the Roses. You don't mess around with Jim. I was just listening to this, actually. Jim Croce, you don't mess around with Jim. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer trilogy. Yeah, we have more. ELP, baby. Prague, a uh, good year for Prague. Yeah, that oh. was one of the best years for fucking Prague right oh, yeah. there. You just named some fucking killer beastly albums. I mean, uh, we got uh, Mott the Hoople, All the Young Dudes, uh, Blue Oyster Cult's debut, as you mentioned, Uriah Heap, Demons and Wizards. Now, some of you may go, huh, out there, but you really should know Uriah Heap. They're friggin' awesome. Uh, all right, Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. Bread, and I'll bet you know this one. Baby, I'm a won't you? No. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that would be cut any other are, time. Is this, is this, are we to the singles now? Uh, just getting to. Oh, because I was like, I didn't know we were, I thought you were going to shake the egg. Okay, nope. got it, got nope, it, got the it. the egg is yet coming up. That was the end of the albums. Now well, that was endless for... albums. Jeez. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. All right, Good now we got ones. singles. Uh-oh. Now we got the see. egg. And unfortunately, like I said, I will expect everyone I mention, I mean, I've obviously culled the list a little bit. Thin the herd a bit. Everyone I mentioned is one I expect her to know. Now we'll see uh, how good my instincts were. I, I, we would totally fail. I would totally fail the best friend game if it were like the newlywed game. Oh yeah, game. we're gonna have that a little later. Yeah, because I'm a cat. Sorry. Okay. All right. You all remember, hopefully. Uh, He's the first hoping time, I remember. The first time ever I saw your face by Roberta Flack. That's oh, not yeah. really a one to sing. Though. Well, I mean, you don't want to sing that, but I. Like I don't want to sing that. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, and I didn't know this, I learned so much uh, prepping for the show. It was actually written in 1957 and became a huge hit for Roberta Flack when it was featured in Clint Eastwood's directorial debut, Play Misty for Me. Mm. And she told him, okay, but I want to do it over. It's too slow. And he said, no, no, it's not. Yeah, so that's why we have that song and it became a big hit. Mm. Gilbert O'Sullivan, Alone Again, Naturally. Again, not a song you want to sing, but you know the one? No. No. Alone Mm. Again. Nope. Naturally. Wow. Got nothing. Amazing. Crickets. Absolutely. Sorry. See, I, I figured for sure you'd be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no crickets. And a song you mysteriously don't like, Don McLean's American Pie. I won't sing it. Yeah, please, don't ever sing it. I don't want him to sing it. Harry Nielsen, who can live if living oh. is without you. Can live if, if living, living is, is without, without you. you. Can give. I can't give anymore. Were we just listening to that? Can so you, live. No, I'm going to stop. Sorry. <laughs> We're listening to that in a car someplace. Yeah, it came on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and get this. From Willy Wonka and the Chuck Willy Wonka and the Chuck Willy Wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Wanker. The, the pornographic version, Willy Wanker. Because <laughs> yeah. they make a porno parody of just about everything. You uh, know you guys are singing along to these singles. Yeah. You better be. Oh, you know these songs. From Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr.'s version of The Candyman. I got can make a something. something. Okay, there it is. Why do you always pick the hard part? <laughs> 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 Who can take a, yeah, something, collect up all the cream. The candy, the candy man, man can because he mixes it with love. And what does he do? He makes, makes the, the world, world taste good. good. That's right. Uh, yeah, I got to say, this guy's taking a hell of a chance saying his name that many times. That's all. <laughs> and Tom says Nielsen rules. And it was originally a Badfinger song. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I I associate it with uh, yeah, I associate it with Nielsen probably because I know he wrote it. Probably. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, guys. Just in case you're wondering, like, why the hell am I repeating everything you guys are writing here? Because I have David not looking at the chat because I'm surprising him with these songs, and he'll be able to see the songs. Well, and future listeners have no idea what they're saying either. So. Right. Well, that's true, future listeners, yeah. because we'll be listening to the r- 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 replay. We'd be responding to things that they knew not of. That's oh oh excuse me. And lean on me. Oh yeah. When, when you're, you're not, not strong, and I'll be your I'll friend. Be I'll help you carry on. You guys know that I feel that song because yeah. I will be there. And you can lean on me. Bill Withers. Uh, Bill Withers might turn up twice. Who knows? Oh, it's possible. Mac Davis. Baby, baby, don't get hooked on me. Now you see why have you heard that one and, and totally baby, got crickets baby, on the other don't one. Get Oh, that's a good song. Probably don't remember Melanie, brand new key. I got a brand, brand new, new pair of roller skates. I don't picture this yeah. being something you would like. I, I don't like it at yeah. all. Oh, Tom says, no, no. Tom Evans and Pete Ham from Badfinger wrote it. Ah, It's on the No Dice album. Oh, so Nielsen recorded somebody else's song. That's certainly not common. Right? That's you know? certainly, and by I the way. I, that doesn't sound right, but you know, I, I believe they, they know what they're talking about, of course. But. Just so you all know that by entering this chat and attending this live, you're all consenting to us having this as a replay and all of your messages and all of our responses to you being around in perpetuity well, yeah, for you everyone won't be, to hear. Just you won't be able, exactly. You won't be able, fair warning, you won't be able to delete it, but so far we've had some such controversial uh, statements that uh, exactly no yeah. uh, but just remember just remember it is public it is uh you probably don't remember because it mm. was hokey let's see it was, this was corny af here uh, but i loved it okay uh wayne newton daddy don't you walk so fast oh yeah, you're drawing got- a blank it's <laughs> he looked at me it's like i got nothing i'm like this is something i think you would actually no sublimate if you did know you know oh okay. i would sublimate i You'd love sublimate it. it okay yeah. bye Nice, nice. And Al Green, oh, let's stay together. <laughs> so, I didn't know where to start. <laughs> let's, let's stay, stay together. together. <laughs> anyway, Al Green, let's stay together. The Shy Lights, oh, I mean, this was sampled by somebody, and I don't know who I've handled. It's probably easy to look up. Oh, girl. Oh. I'd be in trouble if you left me now. Because oh, I don't great... know where. Somebody covered it. Yeah. Oh, and you, so I wonder if you remember this. Speaking of sweet, this is a sweet song. Okay. Gallery. Oh, it's so nice to be with you. I love all the things you say and do. See, that's the kind of thing that would be cut out ordinarily. I got nothing. Because she didn't know a song that everybody knows except her. Does everybody on this, no, this fucking is, call know this? This, this I think, officially entered the realm of the obscure. I'm sorry. So. You said everybody but me. But you see it. But the, yeah. the thing is, when you see we're talking about uh, 49 years ago. Uh, yeah, 49, I think. 49 years ago. Uh, Bruce says never heard it. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. All right. And he's got a few years on you. So maybe it's just me. Well, I'm saying it was a hit. And Tom knows that one. And then it entered into the realm of obscurity. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Nice to be with you. It's a great song. And uh, I'm sorry. Chuck Berry, my dingling. It's just not a very. I I don't like that song. I never have. But uh, glad he was still around. But, you know, was still around at the time. Um, and Neil Young, Heart of Gold, blah, blah, blah. And the stylistics. Remember those vocals? Bet you by golly well. They had these real, like, falsetto. I uh, kind of remember yeah. that. All so Liz right. says, not in her wheelhouse. Chassar says, no idea. No so, idea. yeah. So, by the way, not everyone but me. And the staple singers, folks. I know a place 
Don't hold on, hold on. Ain't Ain't nobody crying. I'll take you there. Ah, uh, yeah. come on, classic. Ain't folk. nobody wanted or something like that, right? And you might know Superfan. I don't know, but uh, was it Michael? Was it uh, Michael Jackson's first solo single, Ben? But Ben. Yeah. Ben, the two, two of us need to look no more. In the Sweetest movie, the song. kid the kid writes it in like five minutes. It's like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. So pretty. Cute song. I love the Hollies. I love this song, Lone Cool Woman in a Black Dress. Nope. She was a lone cool woman in a black. Oh, my goodness. Mm, you, Every- you should see the disappointment on oh, his face. Oh, I'm just sad for you that you don't know it. Oh, okay. I'm sad for you. Uh, Neil Diamond's song, Song Blue. Yeah, I'd rather mm-hmm. not. No, I mean, yeah. it's not that yeah. memorable. America, Horse with No Name. Not a horse with no name. Okay, yeah, not even gonna fine. start singing until I know she it's knows fine. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should. That's the best part. <laughs> the main ingredient. Everybody plays the fool. Oh, sometimes, sometimes. no exception to the rules. Rule. Yeah, see. Okay. The main ingredient. I would have totally failed. If you sang that, if you did that in Hummingbirds, I would get the song, and I would have no idea who sang it. And I, and I, with these old groups that came out and did one song, it's very hard to remember. Yeah, as great true, as they I are. Know. Now, I, I'm sad for you if you don't know this song by Climax called "Precious and Few." And if I can't find my way back home, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't be fair. Because so precious just sad for and me? few are the moments we two can He's share. He's sad for me. I'm sorry, I don't know that song. I mean, you don't remember. Uh, if, Anyway, it says precious and few me. are the moments we two can share. It's Sad very beautiful. For me. Sad for you. Okay. I know. Uh, and the beautiful voice, voice of Marilyn McCoo uh, sang on the Fifth Dimensions, Last Night I Didn't Get to Sleep at All. Do you remember that one? No. Nope. Oh, my goodness. The sea. It saves me not having to sing. <laughs> Another song I have to pass for secretive reasons that I, are a secret that I can't tell you. Um, and the raspberries. What the fuck does that mean? What? Secretive reasons you have to pass a song? Well, there. Are, in other words, I'm sk- passing songs because we're going to cover them later. For some okay, it's reason. super yeah. confusing. I gotcha. Okay. And uh, the raspberries um, go all the way. Uh, I don't know if you know that. No. Go all the way. Written by uh, uh, written I, by lead singer Eric Carmen, and this is one where I, he didn't steal the melody from Sergey Rachmaninoff. I think. Oh wow. Um, I got nothing. Uh, I got the, nothing. How are the backstabbers on here again? Um, I don't know. Uh oh. Uh, Badfinger. You mentioned Badfinger. I didn't da- mention it. This was Tom. Tom mentioned that's what I mean. But you mentioned that you're the medium of Tom. <laughs> I know? am the mediator. See, I can't I see Tom at the, where I'm sitting. No, I can't see him either. Nope. <laughs> but um, day after day, bad fingers, you know, reaching oh, yeah. out of my lonely room. Something, something, day after day. Now, you're not going to tell me you don't know that. I don't know that. Okay. All right. Uh, like Elton to, John. I'm going to tell you when I told you. And uh, th- a rocket man, Elton John. Oh, you've been around enough to learn that. I know that fucking one, right? love that song. Of course, everybody loves that song. Right? It's gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me around and get to find not the man I think I am at all. Oh no, no, no! I'm the Rocket Man. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, Speaking of Bruce rock, Bruce says I know day after day. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. Mm, I don't know. I guess maybe David's rendition didn't. didn't. Rem- no, of course it did. That's that's half the problem. Huh. I remember finding out about <gasps> you. Oh, I love that that's, song. That's day after day. That's oh, day it's a good day. fucking song. Reaching out of my lonely room. Okay, you should have sung day that part first. So you see, I was right. I knew she knew that song. Oh, whatever. And Tom <laughs> says, love day after day. Fantastic, Fantastic song. song. Thank you, Bruce. I didn't know I knew it. But then when he sang that part, I said, oh, shit, I do know it. It's a great song. I remember finding about it. When you hear that part, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that oh, song. Oh, yeah. 
Michael Jackson, Rock and Robin. Again, I think these were early <gasps> solo heads. Go through the treetops all day long. And of course, that was an oldie, but uh, oldie, updated yeah. by Michael Jackson. True. And here's a song, uh, Cat Stevens, Morning Has Broken. Now, mm. and I'm a credit buff. You know the one. Morning has broken. Like the first morning. I'm not sure about oh, that. Oh, I thought everybody knew. I thought everybody knew the song. Again, of course. Well, I grew me, up with it, and I would like... I would cut it. Except since since I can't cut it, I have to go on and say <laughs> <laughs> I'd stop right there. Except I have to go on and say, uh, trivially speaking, I, I we talked about that before. Just oh, we, a oh, we got a message. We got a message. Well, we have um, whomever entered the room just now. We have Tinker one two one three five six who just joined us, and I want to say. Hello, Tinker. Hello, Tinker. If, Thanks for joining us. If we, if you know either one of us or the both of us, let us know uh, if you want to share what you know what your uh, actual name is outside of your handle. We'd love to welcome you just as warmly, but probably in a more friendly, personalized way. Um, I'm sure we're talking to people we know. We're not aware of it. Yeah, I like it. So, hello, Tinker. And uh, I also heard from Tom, George Harrison, and Pete Ham did the side parts on Day After Day. Oh, did with they? Rick Wakeman, Bruce adds. Well, that, that exactly what I was going to say. Ah. What, what was I talking about? Morning has broken, right? Yes. You know who plays the piano on Morning Has no. Broken? Rick Wakeman. Oh shit! Around that era, oh, that's... that's a little trivia about that song. Well, I thought it was a I thought it was a Cat Stevens song, and I'm a credit buff. I should have known, but I thought it was a Cat Stevens song. It's actually an old hymn. Well, I'm sorry, but if you could get Rick Wakeman to play on your anything, yeah. fuck yeah, you should. But he pops up everywhere. It's amazing. Because I mean, he's brilliant. David Wasn't Bowie. he a session musician? Yeah, David Bowie, I mean, Hunky Dory. He's the piano player on that well, album. Well, I mean, he's everywhere. He's know. everywhere. Cat Stevens. I mean, he plays with so <laughs> many. Black Sabbath. He played with Black Sabbath. Bruce said he, he sang that song in Sunday school. What, day after day or rock and roll? <laughs> day after day. I think we're still on day after day. He, I don't think they, they were like. There's a little delay. I don't they, think uh, they did the. Uh, out in the treetops all day long. I don't believe that was happening. No, uh, this is one of those you're not going to tell me you don't know Elvis Presley. Burn in love. I'm just a hunk of hunk of burn. Yeah, in I, love. I just like to forget that though. Well, I mean, that's just the outro. The songs of is okay. Morning has broken. Mm -hmm. That's what Bruce says. Morning oh. has broken. Morning has broken. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure though what that is in reference to. I apologize. I thought maybe you'd know. Maybe it's still a day by day. Oh, he probably day just after heard, day he probably reference. Just heard the part. Yeah, he probably just heard the part. Uh, heard the part where we did. That's the, music and the, the song, song they they were doing in Sunday school. Morning has uh, broken. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because as I said, <laughs> duh, you see the uptake here. Up <laughs> Uptake uh, on the uptake, slow you are, you know. Oh, oh <laughs> me, God. me, I mean, you know, me. Um, but that was uh, uh, Johnny Nash. I can see clearly now, now the rain, rain is gone. gone. See, you know that one. See, most of the time. Well, I, knows. you know, why it's because I can see all obstacles in my way. T Rex, bang a gong. Everybody knows it. We, know, we don't know. Get, Get it on, on. Uh, and here's here's a uh, Roberta Flack who shows up in, with a lot of different people, uh, always on the charts. Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway. Where is the love you said was mine or oh mine till the end? Well, it's a question you often ask me. Where's the love? Where's the love? I well, do ask you that all the time because I think this is the origin of it because he is consistently and constantly always giving me shit. Yeah, she goes, "Where's the and, love?" And I go, and, "Dude, where's the love?" But have I, have like, I not and put, what do you say? Have I not put a bolo out on the love? Be on the lookout. Somebody, well, if you'd find the love, please tell me. You have. It. That's true. I, I mean, not, I mean, I'm perfectly I mean, willing to. It's, it's true. Find but, the love. No, but that's not what happens. I say, where's the love? And you say, 
you gotta uh, wonder. Gotta oh that you gotta wonder. Yeah, yeah. Rude. But then I then I started putting a bolo out on it. Yeah. And a song. Uh-oh, 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 I hope uh-oh. I, a song I never hope to hear again. This Layla. is so good. Let's oh. forget. Let's forget I ever mentioned it. <laughs> Let's forget I, that even came up. Got me I'll on scream. My knees, I'll cry. Layla. I'll confess to anything. If you Tom Layla. says that I can sleep clearly was used to great effect in Gross Point Blank, which it was. Oh, I forgot about that. And I love that movie. I only saw I it once for do. the first time recently. I just love that movie. You're a fucking psycho. <laughs> You're a fucking psycho. Minnie Driver. Minnie she's Driver is great. hilarious. Uh, she's in this movie we're watching later tonight, believe it or not, in a very small role. Oh, but a interesting. Very, but a very funny role. Nice. Uh, uh, again, Layla. Never want to hear it again. Sorry I mentioned it once. I don't even know why I mentioned it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Shit. of love, share the way of love. Oh, the way of love. I no love idea. when you do share good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Whoa. Uh, you know Three Dog Night. The ink is black. The page is white. Okay, black and white. It's it's deliberately childish sounding. It's very lame. Uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. In a lame uh, way. Uh, the carpenters hurting each other. Can we st- you don't stop hurting each other? It's one oh, of those things. Oh, I do yeah, know it. Okay. Yeah. You okay, know okay. when you hear it. If I it, right. the question really remains. I, my instincts about what she knows are right. It's just can I somehow convey it? Can I croak out a <laughs> melody she can understand? Yeah. All right. Harry Nielsen. Speaking of Harry Nielsen again, you put the lime in the, the coconut. coconut. <laughs> you can vote together, put the lime no, in so the coconut. So it's co- not the most substantial song in history, but it's funny. But it was used, again, to Tom's point, to great effect in Practical Magic. So. Oh, there that's right. Yeah. It was. I forgot. I think I saw that yes. one time. I do remember that. Again, Jim Croce. Don't mess around with Jim. You mentioned that. Mm. Um, uh, Sonny and Cher, still on the charts. Still on the charts with The Cowboy's Work Is Never Done. I will not attempt to sing that. No idea yeah, no what idea. that is. Uh, some of you out there are going, I know that song. No know idea. Carly Simon and uh, this this is uh, around as a joke more than anything else. Anticipation. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. The Carly Simon normally falls into the like m- like groan zone for me. I'm like, oh. But she sings a Bond theme and she sings it well. You know? Still makes me groan. Nobody does it better. Makes you groan. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine. School's out. Alice Cooper. Chicago. Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July, 1972, 49 years old. And that's a lot of Christina's life. <laughs> more than Christina's life. <laughs> you meant a lot more than I mean, a lot more life. than Christina's yes. even been alive. But she knows it. That's right. That's, you know, the thing is, in... Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm thinking we can still edit. Sorry. But watch how quickly I rebound. Bill Withers is back. Second time on the charts. You keep on using me until you use me, me up. up. Oh, my God. I, I was participated- just rocking out to that song. I, I participated, I'm so happy to say, in a brilliant adaptation of the song with the Malawa Warriors. Thank you very much. Uh, I love that song. What? Malawa Warriors. Who did what? Malawa Warriors did this song. Who and are I- they? Oh, it's Derek. Oh, um, Derek's group. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I, I thought I'm supposed to know that. Yeah. Oh, know. I thought you knew them. Nope. Uh, but yeah, we did. Uh, we played that. He, um, Tom Hedrick's on it. You know, and mm. me and Derek. It's kind of like these like, people you guys don't know, but they're people that David's collaborated yeah. with. But uh, I was on a, uh, a version of the song. Sly and the okay. Family Stone. Love them to this day. Always will. It's a family affair. Oh yeah, Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you. Something resonates with this young person. Curtis Mayfield. Yes. Freddie's dead. Oh, you don't know Freddie's dead, but it's from Superfly, I believe. Mm. Would have to be. Um, uh-oh. Original cast of Godspell. Now we're Godspell people here. Mm. We can dig this song. Although, uh, honestly, this song, it might have been a big hit, but it's one of my lesser songs from the album. You know, day by day. Day, 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 day by day. day. 
Oh, dear Lord, three things I pray. I got to do it, though. To see thee more clearly. Love thee more nearly. Follow thee more nearly. Day by day. That was not planned or rehearsed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we should start a, a GoFundMe so we that really if, they, uh, if, they, if they give us some money, Bruce we can, we that can in hire... Sunday school, too. <laughs> <laughs> we can hire a percussionist. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Me. I said I got to do the three, and I liked you were like day by day. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. It's fun. And really quick, just an aside: is it fucking cold in here, or is it me? Uh, it's cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go turn that up while you continue. Okay. Shrek. All right, I will continue. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, we could we would edit this out otherwise. We're saving ourselves so much time. So much time we can and and see the thing is when we save time, we turn it around and invest in the show. <laughs> She's over there laughing, laughing her ass off. She's the one that spends all the time on the show. All right. Uh, yes. We talked about Yes, Fragile uh, from the Fragile album. Roundabout was actually a single that year. Oh, oh, oh wait. Oh. I'm back now. I'm back. Okay. You I'll be the roundabout. Round oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> are you We're singing? singing different parts. Yeah. So it's in and around the lake. I was going I'll with I'll be the roundabout. Yeah. Let's do in and around the lake. <laughs> Fuck it, we ruined the whole moment now. <laughs> in and around the lake. As if we'll remember John Anderson's lyrics. Mountains come out of the sky and they stand That's Rick Wakeman. Rick Wakeman again. That's Rick Wakeman's keyboard. Rick Wakeman's like, do not do, do not that. Do that. Ever. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> this sounds honestly like a, uh, a perfect hawking their wares example. You remember our feature, hawking their wares. You probably don't. But it's about the commercialization of music. This one probably, well, this is a great example of this. The uh, Hillside Singers, I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Oh, 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 oh. I'd like, she, she said, let me finish eating my pizza here. To, to sing in perfect harmony. I'd like to hold it in my hand and keep it company. You know why I know that? Because it was a fucking Coke commercial. That's what I'm talking about. It would make a perfect hawking their wear our wares. Yes. What, what's the feature called? Hawking their wares? Yeah, well, now we've wares. outed ourselves on it. but um, Because it would later become a jingle about wanting to buy the world a Coke. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Same thing. you know. Mm -hmm. Teach same. the world to sing, buy the world a Coke. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's same really thing. not a stretch I at all. I sing better with Coke. It's it's kind of it's closer. It's a, a better adaptation. It's a better refinement of uh, what they were trying it's to say. It's closer to the edge. Yeah. And of course, a big hit song by an artist who, to my knowledge, you're not really impressed with most of his work. Uh, about Come on, just go ahead and just throw it out there. <laughs> what the fuck? I love doing it. It's about a starry, starry night. Paint your palette blue and gray. It's uh, oh, you don't know. This is this is the part that would be cut. It's uh, Vincent by <laughs> Don McLean and a song about Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, and you, we know I don't like yeah. him anyway. Sorry. Exactly. That's what. I'm yeah. Saying. So fuck that. See, you rebelled against Erase my saying it. it before you. Uh, there's Erase. the cutting room floor. The cutting room floor. See, the cutting room floor is going. You see, we could be fucking eating that right now. You know. Well, but see, here's the thing. You introduced the song with that. I came after. Right. I didn't devile the whole thing right up front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see yes again the coke yeah i'd like to buy the world of coke okay well in 49 years future birds of a feather will be recalling the hits of 2020 and one uh, of 2021 and going oh 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 or the blah 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 that's the hits of 2021 but we the current incarnation of Birds of a Feather only bring meritorious melodies to your malleable minds. So, you're welcome. 
All right. Well, it's time for another song. I know that that's like, so this is the longest feature that we have and, and David swears he's trimming it down. I'm not sure. I think that was like 29 minutes. I'm not sure, but we'll keep working on that. But I thought that was fun. I love strikes. I love strikes now. I blame it on the listeners. (laughs) No, that helps. That helps the show. All right. Helps the show. Well, here's another song. And this is one that you went crazy for. So be prepared for visceral responses into the mic. And uh, it's going to be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, here you go. And we'll tell you who they are later. Hey, they're kicking ass already. I don't know why I can't. I don't know why I can't remember who it is up there because I love it. Oh, that was insane. Months ago. That's what we do here. This song. I need to be alone. Don't trap on the phone. I start to peek inside. I'm looking for a sign. Now you're starting to be what happened. There it is. You keep calling out my name. Sleeping tall dream. You've got me in a I totally, this is really old school punk intensity. This is early punk, 70s style punk intensity. I'm walking moving slowly away. They probably left because they planned about the show last month. <laughs> they ought to know to expect that kind of thing. Limits of Berlin. I didn't know. 
I'm wondering if you should ask him if they can hear us chewing our pizza. I say no. And it sounds like that's it for. I love it. Is uh, that's probably he probably nailed it closer than anyone. Uh, Bruce said, uh, "Go goes absolutely." It, it sounds like Go goes the the early punk Go goes. Not that any of her is bad, but um, so that is a local favorite, the Hellflowers, with the lead singer named Christina, with a song called "The Call." They're from LA, as I mentioned. They're rock, and you can find them on Facebook at the Hellflowers, and they play all the time, and they're so good. And David went crazy over that song the first time he heard it because he is a huge Blondie fan. Yeah, exactly. I am a huge Blondie fan, and I love that whole that whole kind of thing, that whole female punk thing, uh, even to this day. A hundred percent. And the thing is um, that uh, the singer, Christina, it, she has this definite European sound to her, you know, and I'd love to know where I forget if I read the bio before where she comes from. It has, if she's faking it, she's faking it 100 percent right on dead. Absolutely. On. All right. Well, that is a song. And now we go to another feature. And it is a feature we've done before. I'll do it better than Emu. For this feature, we'll discuss covers of songs that either rival or are better than the original. (sighs) Why am I taking a deep breath? Well, I'm taking a very deep breath because I'm going to be talking about a song that I abhor. And it's called Wonderwall by Oasis. Now, you might be thinking, well, why are you doing a song, talking about a song that you hate? Well, because somebody did the same song. Ryan Adams did a cover of the song. And and uh, I don't know what you guys think. Now, I cannot play the song because we are not allowed to play mainstream artists on, uh, on this show. But... Um, we, uh, I'm going to have to ask you to go listen to it, um, on your own, but I will share with you. And, and I also had uh, David listen to it before the show began. And I'm going to tell you right now that Ryan Adams is brilliant in his own right. And he is certainly the only person that I would have trusted to salvage this piece of shit song. I hate Oasis and I fucking hate this song. But when I heard this version, it restored my understanding of how somebody else could take a song and make it into something better. Yes, I understand that once you listen to it, you're going to say, hey, well, it changed the melody somewhat. It did. Why? Because it's a shit song. So sometimes you have to change the melody so it doesn't remain a shit song. So I absolutely am in love with this version by Ryan Adams. I think the changes he made were so smart and so interesting and it saved this song from just you know i don't know i guess like the trash barrel because that's where i fucking put it because it's yeah oh i like that i like that so uh what say you about this david uh did they do it better than emu well i think we're all of one mind that the human race is all of one mind except for the tens of millions of people who think it's the greatest thing ever ah. that uh, the original one well by oasis is uh, kind of an abomination yes and um that uh, I was not all that sweet. I didn't hate the, the remake as, the, uh, remake as much as cover. Why are you so far away? From what? Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I was doing it before. And I had my hand on it, and I thought, okay, I need to take, get my hand out of here. 
All right. All right, uh, try again. So what <laughs> say you, David? <laughs> Fuck me. This would have been cut. Editing is, yeah, it really isn't that bad. There are definite advantages to having to edit. All right, anyway, um, I uh, didn't, I think we're all of one mind, we're all of one accord, agree in agreement that the original Wonderwall by Oasis is uh, an abomination of sorts. Uh, something, Muck. yeah, it's, it's rubbish. It's, rubbish, trash. Yeah. It is swill. It's dreck, uh, you could call. The The question is, did they do it even worse? Did they compound the uh, injury, add insult to injury, or did they somehow lift it out of the dung heap? For my money, I know you think they did a little bit. For my money, I would say it uh, it is less of an abomination also, but I did not enjoy it, honestly, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what? It's you don't a- like Ryan Adams at all? No, I didn't like that song much. Uh Probably better than theirs, but Tarn. that's the question. Dino, Dino. What can I tell you? No, that's not true either. But uh, yeah, that one just did. They quite do it better than Emu. That's the question. Um, oh, I say yes on that. They did. They were better. I said. I said that the first time. I said they were. Uh, better, they managed but I hated to the lift song. it up. I, hate that I still guy. didn't yeah. like it. Well, okay. I mean, less shit is better. So all right, better than Emu. That's the criteria. It meets the criteria and still remains shit. <laughs> <laughs> The original is basically a Beatles pastiche. That's what Bruce said. The um, wonder, yeah. Well, I think they were going for that exactly, and uh, falling Fail far, miserably. far, far, yeah. far short. Yeah. But they were going for that. I, I don't believe. think Bruce cared for the Ryan Adams version either. Yeah, I really don't. Did you? I don't think you did. I played it for him, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" And he was like, well. "Let's not get carried away." Yeah, he Bruce saying- said, "Nope, he did not like it." <laughs> he's with the uh, he's along with me in the "Let's not get carried away" camp. You know. Well. I thought it was smart, but it you wasn't the seen same. Him. He was like, mm. it wasn't as bad. It wasn't violation of the Geneva Convention bad, you know. Okay, Tom, you're my new BFF too. I just you're so smart. He's like a good start would be not singing the whole song in a semitone flat. I agree. I agree. A good start for what would? Um, oh, for I thought is he talking about strikes? <laughs> He's talking about History Strikes Back. Oh, no, he's talking about this song. No, he's talking about this song. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? That apply? It sounded like it would apply. Did to... you leave your body? No, but <laughs> I'm thinking what, that comment could have been applied uh, 10 minutes ago when we were doing strikes. Or it was just about Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, it's it, it's still better, I think. Somehow the first one is a little more annoying than this one. Um, hmm. Not in love with either one, though. Sorry. What can I tell Very you? interesting. Well, there you have it. We will not belabor that. A heretical point. view. No, what Who a surprise. Knew? <laughs> yeah, it's total fucking surprise. <laughs> Never happened on this show before. Usually we get Christina's uh, nearly heretical views. True. There it is. There it is. It's only heretical because you disagree with it. Okay. Are you ready for your next song? Oh, sure, oh, sure. Wait, I have I have a drum roll. Wait, are you ready? I don't have to take escape mental patient notes. This is amazing. Okay. We have an actual we drum roll. We liked this next. You didn't hear it? Yeah, no, I heard it, but oh. is it part of the song? No. Oh, that would, that would be too funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. even funnier. You're having to put it there. I thought it was funny, yeah, but it is. the over-explanation of it is not thought so it was, funny it was, anymore. I thought it was a coincidence and you were exploiting it. I thought, yeah. no, that's perfect. Not so much fun yeah. anymore, but yeah. not as oh, funny. Oh, it's even more funny this way. All right. So, <laughs> I don't know. So here is a great song that you went crazy for, I remember, and I did too. Nice, yeah. Nice, chunky guitars. This is Boston, Boston Foreigner. This is that. 
Yeah. It's exactly the kind of arena rock we loved then and love now. Actually sounds like Aerosmith, so yeah, we're, we're we are we are firing on some cylinders here. It is classic Journey Aerosmith. It is 70s hard rock. The heel for some reason. The heel. Tapping the heel. I have some silly idea. It makes less noise. I'll drown that with sucking this lozenge. Wonderful act whose name I can't recall at the moment. <laughs> but I love him, obviously. Oriented Rock. That was uh, an acronym we used back in the day. It does indeed. It is AOR Arena Rock. WPDH in Poughkeepsie, New York. Made my life with this. Poughkeepsie. Well, in, I would normally say Poughkeepsie, but since we're on the air, I say Poughkeepsie. It's, a, it's the mic. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. If you told me, if you told me this were a lost B-side of somebody, name any number of bands from back in the day, I totally believe it. That's what it sounds like. The kind of thing that should have been out the first time. I can't believe this is written in our day. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So we're into something else. So here is the again. You know, we got to We got to build this stuff up. Compound my shame. Go ahead. This is the great affairs. With a song called High on Rose. They are from Nashville. They are rock and roll, clearly. They're from episode 36, Pop Rock 724 2021. And you can find them uh, at The Great Affairs on Facebook. And they are a badass band. They submitted to us, and I cannot get enough of them. They're so amazing, so fun, so interesting. They're definitely a throwback with lots and lots of, of, you know, new ideas. And they're just so good. I love the vocals on this too. Yeah. They, uh, I remember loving them to death. 
And uh, you know what? There's the thing. It was back in July. It was an eternity ago. No wonder I don't remember. But I do now remember the name Loving, the that fantastic band. Mm, well, before we go on, I'm going to do a little something unorthodox because that's who I am. In case you're ready, I have invited Tom to join you live. We'll see if he says yes, just so you guys can have a quick moment. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Oh. I, I almost slipped up and said, yeah, I interviewed the Secret Weasels, but then some one of you might go there and listen to it and, and you'll be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I did interview the Secret Weasels, yeah. Tom and Matt. Uh, I got nothing yet. Um, All right. Well, maybe Tom is not available. If he's not, Carry That's on, okay. carry on. I've got my tea, so I feel very comfortable saying carry on. <laughs> Love potion number nine kicking in. Watch out. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like it's maybe a rough time for, for Tom to uh, get on with this live, but we just wanted to invite you, Tom. If you decide that you'd like to chat live later, go ahead and just buzz on in. So that brings us to another feature. And yes, David, we are not going to... Uh, belabor the point anymore i apologize for the confusion you are now going to do one hit warblers, warblers. all right well i'm semi ready for that one it's just i i did not know the order but it's gotten to the point where i really don't uh, doesn't, doesn't matter oh uh, so that means i see there's gonna Hang be that a second here's tom he's coming Boom. coming at you oh well i think tom might be having some connectivity issues we'll try one more time then we're gonna move on a perfect way to uh, mark time until I pulled up the description of the feature so I can tell the audience. There's still going to be that momentary delay when I bring up the document question. But... Hey, he's there. Hey, Tom. Hey, how's it going? All right. Great, great. Kind of kind of weird doing Sorry it live. I love the confusion. I, I do understand how phones work. Uh... I figured you would. You're one, you're one of them yeah. modern fellers. I figured you would yeah, understand yeah, the phone I, thing. I understand. <laughs> I'm good with the technology, the as the kids say. Yeah, yeah. You see, I, I'm tempted. To, I'm, I'm 60. You got to understand. I'm tempted to think of you as one of them. But, you, you know, you got a tooth that's uh, halfway long, at least. You're at least yeah. mi uh, not not middle-aged, but mature anyway. Yeah. I, I'm part of the over 50 group, so, you know. Oh, really? Well, bless you, son. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's a good place to be. Yeah. So, great show. So, how's it going uh, to be... Well, thank you. Thanks thank you. We're having for, fun doing uh, it. Inviting me in. Yeah, I'm, I'm really digging the, the format. It's a lot of fun to uh, uh, write in, and it seems like everybody's really engaged with this. And the 1972 uh, uh, songs and, and albums was fantastic. I mean, all, all the, I, oh, that. Oh, yeah. We dinos that, have but, fun with that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. And, that was, and, that was she, <clears throat> she sometimes sometimes tries tries to bring me around to, to appeal to a somewhat uh, younger audience and everything, uh, but they gotta dig they gotta dig a dinosaur or uh, the show is not gonna really work for them. <laughs> yeah. But we do talk about they, slightly more modern things. At least things. have to, they, or they might groan a little, like oh, dinosaur. Right, again. right. I'm surprised you didn't do 1961 because you know the year you were born. You know? I, I think we have done, I actually have a list of years that we've done and I was surprised oh. that going random almost didn't work anymore. I was going, I was surprised that 72 hadn't shown up and uh, every once in a while I reach into my uh, album rack um, and my album uh, boxes, my record collection and grab out a bunch and uh, bring them, bring them in and uh, start spinning vinyl. And I happened to pick several from 72 this year and that, that was the year I picked that was not taken and uh, there were obviously there was obviously a lot of great stuff going on. Mm, and I yeah, was there yeah, to see it. 
Yeah, it's fun. I, I uh, remembered a lot of those tunes. I I I must have spent a lot of time driving around in the car with my or riding around, I guess, in the car with my dad with the AM radio on because I think I recognized every single you mentioned except for like three. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, the those oldie stations. All you got to do is be driving in or working near the right place, and boy, you get uh, you get quite an education musically. You learn yeah. uh, music of a, of a particular year. And uh, there's always going to be a station that plays uh, any given decade. And say, I mean, uh, I remember 60s, it from, from when they were current. I mean, I remember driving yeah, around. Yeah, you, know, you were just a little that, younger, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, I was almost a teen by then. Uh, you could uh, be a sentient yeah, being and be uh, several years younger. <laughs> Absolutely, a total, total sentient being at that age. Yeah. Yeah. You were, we both were. Tom, you rule. You rule, Tom. Can I tell you? Oh, thank you, thank you. And uh, give uh, give our best to uh, Matt. Hey, I will. Matt. I will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't forget uh, Matt. No way, man. No way, man. Yeah. The weasels rock. That's yeah. the secret weasels, folks. Uh, check them out. That's right. Thank you. Thanks for having, having out me with on, and uh, it's a great show. I, I'm really enjoying. Thank it. you. You're my you're my second caller ever in my entire life. Ever. Uh, how about uh, that? I huh? feel good. I just I, I, you know to say. That's right. <laughs> I ah. love birds. Yes, no, I love birds. All right. Thank you very much. We love you. All right. I was getting about to get saddled with a feature when you rescued me, uh, Tom. So uh, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> One hit warblers. I, I did have a second there to prepare while that uh, while we were getting set up there, which is good. One hit warblers uh, for this feature. We discuss one-hit wonders, uh, so, uh, artists or singers or songwriters or bands that rocked either our world or the music world. And I picked a good one. Did I not tell you the other day I picked a good one? You did tell me you picked You're a gonna good one. You're going to agree that this was a good one. Uh, he's uh, buying time here while he pulls up his note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you had all that time. Yeah, all that time. Okay. Well. <laughs> good thing I didn't make a public shaming. Now here, we got some over 50s in the audience. Hello, 100-yard Alchemist, welcome. Hey, hundred yard alchemist. Right. Uh, we got a bunch of Yanks here. Anyone calling from? We got listeners in twenty three countries. Anyone calling from somewhere uh, other than here? Uh, let us know if you let are. Let us know if we are. We welcome. We just picked up uh, some more uh, North Korea and a few others. So just tell us where you're from. If you're all from, if you're all from uh, the same county we are, that's fine too. But um, we have a lot of international audience here. We're very happy for that. Jackson, Mississippi. Nice. There you and go. And Woody is from California. All what? right. Our neck of the woods. You know Mississippi, what? The mighty You're Mississippi. You're all really our neck of the woods because you are all part of our flock. Down there in Mississippi, down there in uh, Tennessee, some of the greatest music uh, places in the world. You know? Thanks for joining us yes, uh, live so online, much. Tom. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being part of this live. He, at least, naysayer, didn't think the uh, Shrikes was too much. <laughs> I didn't say it was too much. I said it was too long. <laughs> Oh, it was too wrong because we're, we have, <laughs> we have, uh, we're interacting with our uh, listeners here. It's funny because uh, Woody said, come on, I'm from Canada, not fucking California. I couldn't help it. I had to totally razz you. <laughs> you don't think that I saw that when I looked at the, you had the little leaf and stuff. I could not help it. <gasps> he says, we grow way better weed here in, in Canada. DC. You know, they have to. Oh yeah. Well. I love that Canada's in the house. I have an affinity for Canada. I always have. It just happens. I mean, it's there. It's anybody. I know I have a good friends in Canada. I like Canada. It's always I do fascinated too. Me. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi, Canada. And uh, Liz says she's kind of in her own world. Does that count? Yes, I believe it does. We know Liz. We know her. Yes. We know she's uh, not Oregon. Oregon. What? And, uh, and thereabouts uh, here over in the north. Uh, what do they call it? The Northwest, I believe. Pacific. 
The Pacific, yeah, the Pacific. Pacific Northwest. There you go. Well, as for the one-hit warbler, it would be under, kind of understandable if you didn't recognize the band that did this week's entry. I would get that. <laughs> the na- if the name Looking Glass doesn't ring a bell, hmm. that's no surprise. But even the youngest and most tender of you things out there can't tell me you don't know, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Come on now. Oh, you're a fine girl. I do what like that. Good wife you would be. Now, who's that by? Looking Glass. See, I would never have known that. So oh, that's interesting. Amazing story behind the song, as we will see here. Uh, it was written by Looking Glass lead guitarist and co-vocalist Elliot Lurie. It reached number one on both the Billboard Hot 100 and Cashbox Top 100 charts. Remaining in the top position for one week, it reached number two. After being bumped by the song, I think you said you didn't know, Alone Again Naturally by nope, Gilbert Nope, no O'Sullivan. idea. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh, by the way, Tom said, St. Paul, Minnesota over here. What, what? What, what? There you go. Pacific Northwest in the, his house. We're repping. We're repping. Little trivia about the song, Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Paul Stanley wrote that Brandy helped him, uh, ins- uh, inspired him to write the 1976 Kiss hit, Hard Luck Woman. Uh, Barry Manilow's 1974 Mandy was originally a cover of a song called Brandy. Mm. But after this song became a hit, he said, ain't no way we're going to have the same song title. So they got rid of that. Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it. That, was, that must have been interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you know, I have to say, uh, for some, as someone who's been told by a great many people, songwriters and otherwise, that I'm a good lyricist, I simply marvel at this song, uh, the narrative. It's positively a master class in concise and powerful storytelling. Uh, the music is smooth and breezy and agreeable, but when you throw in the immaculately crafted words, it's it's just a thing of beauty. It's pop gold, but because of the narrative, it's so bittersweet, it'll be all I can do to get through this without getting reclimped while talking about it. It's that beautiful. Uh, we're told about a busy seaport town and a barmaid waitress named Brandy, who's admired by all of the seagoing fellows and even told her eyes could steal a sailor from the sea. Mm. There's apparently one exception to this rule. And unfortunately, it's the man Brandy loves. Aww. Anybody else but him. Yeah. His <laughs> wife, his love, and his lady, he tells her, is the sea. And not even the fair Brandy can make a landlubber out of him. We get this amazing break where the music ramps up and we're told about uh, how Brandy used to watch his eyes when he told his sailor stories. She could feel the ocean fall and rise. Oh, some of you are singing along out there. I'm absolutely certain of it. She saw its rage and glory. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is that <laughs> i lost my place on the note this is why we're told that's why I, you just there covered. are some words that may be prompting me here you know uh this is why we're told as the musical uh the music swells down the swells die down and we sail into the tranquil final verse she does her best to understand while adoring a man who's not around but what i really love about this song is that although it isn't doesn't have an ideal ending exactly it's bitter sweet but not just bitter it's not just a boo-hoo i mean there's a there's a light side to it brandy's not alone because the man she loves is a scumbag you know a heartbreaking cat who can't keep it in his pants no it's not one of those songs uh he can be true to one woman it's in its own wonderfully stated little way the lyric makes it clear that he's a good man but it tells us he had always told the truth uh he lord he was an honest man he made it clear from the outset that he couldn't stay because no harbor was his home and though he can't bring himself to part with the sea, he does love her, even if all he can give her is a 
braided chain made of finest silver from the north of Spain. I cannot believe this song is not one. It's so romantic. It seems like it's romantic, but it's it's the there's just a little too much like Gouda in it. It's just <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what do you got against Gouda? It's a lot of Gouda. Dude. Well, that's a lot of smoked Gouda. That makes some of the facts about it rather interesting because mm. um, this uh, poignant little tale and the, the locket bears his name of all things. This poignant little tale was uh, a chart smash 36 years before there was a Spotify. So did all the snot noses of the digital age miss out on this gem? Oh, no, absolutely not. It goes, it has gotten well in excess of 210 million streams on Spotify. That's nah. frigging huge. Uh, you can just imagine how many playlists this thing appears on. I mean, <laughs> one of the biggest songs in 1972. Mm. Uh, that's why I didn't mention it, because it was from 1972. All right, sorry. Elliot Lurie is, uh, somebody even turned it. <laughs> just took me a little look. <laughs> I, I thought you hurt yourself. Oh, well, thank you. I was like, oh my God. She looks like. What was it? I thought, oh like, my God, oh, what happened? No. And he thought I was being a she bitch. Thought I was, she thought I was being a trooper and going on even yeah, after I was hurting like, myself oh my and not missing a beat in the show I instead like, of crying like, just, little, yeah. crying like a little bitch, which she knows I would do. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh my God. I would be crying like a little girl. And yeah. he's like, sorry, <laughs> snooty-like. Well, author Elliot Lurie is still with us and in his early 70s. And I'll bet if he's prudent, he can keep food on the table just from this one song he wrote 50 years ago almost. Uh, so maybe Spotify is not so bad after all. But uh, that was an awesome one-hit warbler. For those of us who are oblivious to it uh, and don't mind the Gouda. Mm. Um, yeah, so Just Looking Glass, Gouda. there's a, another strange story attached to them, too, that they evolved into another band that people even know less about, except for a few people like me and Demon Boy. So we won't get into that. But I'll bet there's got to be a feature coming up for you next. Liz says, that was an exquisite story. And I love how you name drop people nobody knows. It's the best. You're like, uh, Paul Bunyan said, and everyone's like, who's that? And you're just like, like everyone knows. Like you're it, like, if they didn't know Ascent because I'm not on this show, you'd be like, oh, like that band Ascent does. Like, what the hell are you talking about? It's the best. Well, I, what did I mention? Paul Stanley of Kiss? I think you might have heard you of him. Said you said know? Demon Boy. Oh, Who Demon knows Boy. Demon Boy on this call except you and I? Oh, yeah. Well, it's exactly <laughs> Well, that's just things. Since it's they don't know, that's why well, we don't but then, it Well, no, we'd have to feature him as an artist on a show where it oh, makes sense. Oh, indeed, I have uh, On I a have thematic plans. one where it works. I have plans to Well, bring, you know what he has to do is he King has Halloween to submit. On, yes. That's uh, what we have to do. We'll get the King of Halloween to send us a song I have in King mind Halloween. for him right. to play coming up. Is that that's what he goes by? Is King of Halloween? No, I just made that up. All righty. Cool. All right. So next is... An amazing feature that you know that you love and you know that you wait for. And what is it? Oh, well, oh my God. everybody knows by now that I don't have an updated format. So she says, no, what is don't. it? As if I'm going to know. How did I find there's out? There's only two left. She didn't write it down. She there's actually, only two left. there's only two left. And she moved her lips in such a way that there was no mistaking that she was talking about hummingbirds. And uh, that compels me once again to open up the thing so I can read from the format that I do not have in print. You have a printer. I am a real person now. I have so a So you could print it. I could have printed it, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed you could have. Oh, that's... A but the good news is there are only two features left, and one of them you do, and the other one I do, and one is hummingbirds, so... Oh, oh, yes, hummingbirds is delightful, I must say. What is the feature about? Uh, what is hummingbirds about? Well... For this feature, we hum oh, songs... ...and see if the other person can guess the song in a head-to-head -head battle. 
Indeed we do. So what songs do we have this time? Well, I go uh, first. You go first. Good. That will give me a moment to pull up mine. Okay. Well, these are songs of 1961 in honor of your birthday. And they oh, were not really? easy for me because some of them are harder to la-la than you think. So you all have to play along. I'm going to do it. And you start entering what you think the song is. So <clears throat> here we go. La 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 la. Um, I know the song. Uh, this is one of the. Wait. Um, will you still love me tomorrow? Bye. I, I. Why do I want to say? It's not Dusty Springfield. Um, it's. Uh, is that your final answer? <laughs> uh, can we uh, can we phone a friend here? Uh, you can. I'm waiting actually, for them to, to actually. Come. That would be uh, complicated on this show because you're my only friend. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that does complicate matters quite a bit. It does. All right. So are you going to forfeit? Well, um, I know the song, and yeah, um, but you have to know the artist too. It's not Dusty Springfield. It's oh, Tom guesses the Renettes. That is not correct. It, it is, is not Dusty Les, Springfield. It's it not is Leslie not the Renettes. It's um, you only have six seconds. Leslie left. Leslie Springfield. <laughs> it is actually the Shirelles. Oh, of oh, course it is. Damn. It was well. You see, that's the problem with a song that everybody's covered. Yeah, well, uh, you forget the original was the group was the Shirelles. You got to remember oh, the, the original. Boy, yes, the exactly. I almost did no. that one. Uh, All brutal, right. Brutal, brutal. Hey, okay. Liz says I'm a friend too. Of course, I'm on here. So uh, you have yeah. two friends. That's two friends. <laughs> Whatever. You know, Liz. He's just looking for the little, the little violins. Little. And you know, I'm not sure. There's. It's the cutest thing. So I, while he's he's just looking through his notes endlessly, I'm thinking here. I'm looking at, we have these engagement scores. So you can give us gifts, I guess, and you can show engagement. And it's so cute because you all have like little medals next to your name. The most engagement so far is Liz. It's the cutest thing ever. I don't know what they are. I've got to figure it out later, but it's the cutest thing. Thank you. Cause I just see little hearts and the stuff. So I want you to know I'm seeing all of that and it's making me all like verklempt. Okay. So anyway, David, what do you have for me? I'm sure it's going to be some super brutal shit that I'm not going to get because that's how you like to play it. I know, I know you know these. No, oh, um, whatever. I've heard this before. I've uh, heard this before. Well, one of these things, I'm actually still looking for that because... Um, then I'll do my next one. Do your next one. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. um, let's see. La, 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 la. La 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 Blank 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 um complete forfeit Complete forfeit Complete forfeit Stand by me Ben E King So you know here's what's here's a little interesting uh moment so everybody I'm going to tell you something very shocking and horrifying that is happening right now and that is that they are saying that this podcast can only be two hours. So that means I have to start another one. So will you guys come with me if I start another one and we can finish the show? It'll be part two of the same show. Is that a yes? Can I, can I get a hell yeah from mm. you all? You this know, is something we didn't know. Who ever heard of such a thing? That's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't know. What 
what do you take think? 10 and, no, uh, we're going to just keep going here. Um, let's see. So I'm going to go ahead and start it now. And let's see. I can, will you guys all come? Okay, so I am just trying to figure out how to give you this next link. Hmm. Okay, so I've got one minute left. How will I get the link to you? Let's see. Hmm. Okay, come back to birds. Come back to this page. Come back to this page in one second and just there'll be a new live. I'll talk.